That is clear. I signed a pledge to support the Republican nominee, and I will honor that pledge. He has my endorsement because we can't go back to the old Republican guard of yesteryear, a repackage formed of warmed over corporatism that Nikki Haley represents. The days of putting Americans last, of kowtowing to large corporations, of caving to woke ideology are over. What's going on, folks? I, the right to bear memes made that meme. It's a, uh, you know, DeSantis kissing Trump's head. <laughs> What's going on, folks? So uh, DeSantis officially endorsed Donald Trump for president. He dropped out of the race. I had to make sure it wasn't AI first. I thought he'd maybe last a few more states, but it's not the case. We're going to talk about it. I'm going to watch the, uh, I almost said apology, but it's an endorsement and his dropping out message. I haven't seen the full thing yet. I swear, I, I just saw like small clips of it. So I figured I'd chop it up and I'd react to it live and let you know what I think about it. God bless you guys. Dreamer podcast starts now and uh, should be a light one, should be a fun one. Appreciate you guys. It's the Dream Rare Podcast. Welcome to the show. The way to get the news at the desk or on the road. Let's go. God is great and success in our control. The world is crazy, but we get better from obstacles. What's going on, folks? So Ron DeSantis tried to do the nearly impossible, which is out Trump Trump in the Republican primary. He fell short. And, you know, Trump's marketing, Trump's brand and the universe of Trump just totally, you know, was something too big and too powerful for, I think, Ron to ever overcome. I have a few opinions about it, what I was hoping for him to do with his uh, primary. I'm not sure that it happened, but uh, it's all good. Let's watch it, and I'm just going to react live to the full endorsement. I, I haven't seen it yet, so I just chopped it into four clips. Here's the first. Greetings from Florida. The warmth of being home is a reminder why I've chosen public service. From joining the United States Navy and serving in Iraq, to representing the people in the U.S. Congress, and now serving as governor of Florida. And it reminds me why I decided to run for president, to fight for those who have been forgotten in this country. This is America's time for choosing. We can choose to allow a border invasion, or we can choose to stop it. We can choose reckless borrowing and spending, or we can choose to limit government and lower inflation. We can choose political indoctrination, or we can choose classical education. These choices are symptoms of the underlying struggle to ensure that constitutional government can endure and that Western civilization can survive. And we launched this campaign to bring accountability to government, regain sovereignty at our border, and restore sanity to our society. We cannot succeed as a country if we allow our nation to be invaded. Our current When you go to your ice cream parlor down the street, you could choose chocolate ice cream or you could choose vanilla. The choice is yours, my friends. No, I'm just kidding. But um, no, I mean, I, I hear what he's saying, right? The border's open. Inflation sucks, you know? Keep, keep it going, Ron. Let's listen. If we allow our nation to be invaded, our currency to be debased, our cities to crumble, and our kids to be indoctrinated, the D.C. elites who facilitated this mess do not care about you, and they do not work for you. They work for themselves. They seek to accumulate power at your expense to pursue an agenda that is harmful to the American people. Citizens do not serve politicians. It is the duty of politicians to serve you. Talk is cheap. Actions speak louder than words. Reversing the decline of this nation requires leadership 
that delivers big results for the people we are elected to serve. I have a record of leading with conviction, championing an agenda marked by bold colors, delivering on my promises, and defeating the people who are responsible for our nation's decline. That is the type of leadership we need for all of America. Now, over the past many months, Casey and I have traveled across the country to deliver a message of hope that decline is a choice and that we can, in fact, succeed again as a nation. Nobody worked harder, and we left it all out on the field. Came up short, though. Came up short. You know, you might have done a good job in Florida, Ron, but Trump said you look like a meatball. So then everybody just said you look like a meatball. You know, that's kind of how it works in politics. You're like, but look, I did things. And people are like, yeah. And then Trump's like, Jeb Bush, he's a real loser. And people are like, true. You know, uh, Ted Cruz, his wife, not a looker. And then Ted's like, I endorse Trump, even though he just talked crap about my wife, which, no, you know, is odd. And then it's like, Ron looks like a meatball and it's really sunny it's really hot in florida and hot weather makes good politics and people are like yeah meatball <laughs> sorry ron i know like it's hard it's hard to out trump trump bro i i feel you my guy um i'm gonna play two more <laughs> i don't care that much so i know there's people like are you mad your guy came up short i'm like i don't care that much uh you know let's keep him <laughs> Now, following our second place finish in Iowa, we've prayed and deliberated on the way forward. If there was anything I could do to produce a favorable outcome, more campaign stops, more interviews, I would do it. But I can't ask our supporters to volunteer their time and donate their resources if we don't have a clear path to victory. Accordingly, I am today suspending my campaign. I'm proud to have delivered on 100% of my promises, and I will not stop now. It's clear to me that a majority of Republican primary voters want to give Donald Trump another chance. They watch his presidency get stymied by relentless resistance, and they see Democrats using lawfare this day to attack him. Well, I've had disagreements with Donald Trump, such as on the coronavirus pandemic and his elevation of Anthony Fauci. Trump is superior to the current incumbent, Joe Biden. That is clear. I signed a pledge to support the Republican nominee, and I will honor that pledge. He has my endorsement because we can't go back to the old Republican guard of yesterday. He's endorsing Trump. I said a couple of months ago, or I don't know, time flies when you're trying to have fun. Um, if Trump put DeSantis in a cabinet position like attorney general and he put uh, RFK in a position like FDA or HHS, I think Trump wins the election extremely easily. If not, I think it's going to be close. I clearly think he could still win, but I think it's going to be really close. That would be an interesting move by him to say, listen, meatball. I have one more clip to play. Then I'll tell you what I really think. Listen, meatball, Ron, you look like a meatball. I know I called you a pedophile, but I think you'd make a good member of MAGA. It's like Trump good. I mean, DeSantis good. DeSantis bad. No, but you could suck up his voters if you gave him a position, because I do think that between the coronavirus handling, RFK running, and like the way the Trump and DeSantis people fought like children, I do think there's a lot of people that have a sour taste in their mouth about Trump. So I think it would be strategically smart to give DeSantis a position and give RFK a position. And I think they're more deserving of a position than Vivek. R say what you want about Ron. He has real results, whether you like him or not, that you could look at with Florida and who he hired. Um, RFK has 20 years of like pharmaceutical lawsuits and Monsanto lawsuits. Vivek was like a hedge fund guy, just like crying on January 6th. And you guys want to give him everything. 
give DeSantis a position, give RFK a position. At least they have a track record that makes sense in my view. And you can pick up the votes. Let me know what you guys think. One more clip. And then I'm going to tell you why I'm a little disappointed. And it's not, it's not even because DeSantis lost. It's just because I feel like as a party, we've learned nothing and, and the Overton window didn't really move, but you never know. We'll see what happens. Here's the last clip. Then I'll tell you. A repackaged form of warmed over corporatism that Nikki Haley represents. The days of putting Americans last, of kowtowing to large corporations, of caving to woke ideology are over. I thank all of our passionate supporters who have stood by us through it all. That we had people volunteer to come to Iowa in the middle of a blizzard to knock on doors and make phone calls touched us dearly. No candidate had more thrown at him, but no candidate had so many committed volunteers and staff. Finally, I want to thank my wife, Casey, and our kids, Madison, Mason, and Mamie. Casey's gone far above and beyond in her support for our campaign and for our cause. She's not only a great wife and mother, she's a great American who cares deeply about the future of the country that our kids will inherit. Our kids have seen and done a lot on the trail, from playing on the famed Field of Dreams baseball site in Iowa to making their first snowman in New Hampshire. They are one of the reasons we fight so hard for what we believe in. Winston Churchill once remarked that success is not final, failure is not fatal, it is the courage to continue that counts. While this campaign has ended, the mission continues. Down here in Florida, we will continue to show the country how to lead. Thank you and God bless. All right, so a few things. One, if you're watching this right now, thank you so much. I know sports ball is on and I'm, I like the NFL. I mean, I, I don't like all the activism and stuff, but I'm a man. I like sports. I like playing. I like watching. So if you're watching me instead of that, I appreciate it. Um, also, before I talk about actual politics and policies, I want to talk about branding, right? Trump is a genius marketer. He's been famous his whole life. He won the presidency in 2016. He's the number one brand in politics. He's He definitely has a lot of people who don't like him, but he's clearly like the most popular person. Like Biden's not selling merchandise the way Trump is. Like Trump is a cash cow. He's a marketing genius and he's a branding genius. Trump, whether you like him or not, he's an original, right? If you if you know what Trump looks like, like if, you, if I put on a toupee, you'd be like, oh, you're pretending to be Trump because Trump has like you know, a hair that's recognizable. Someone said to me, they're like, they found a picture of me when I was like 18. They're like, why, why are you changing your hairstyle? It's like, I, cause I grew up like, do, do you yell at people in the seventies and be like, why don't you have an Afro anymore? It's like, cause it's not the seventies. Like they thought that was a big gotcha moment about me because I had a different hairstyle when I was 17. But <laughs> anyway, jokes aside, uh, or like random reference aside, Trump, you know what he sounds like, you know what he looks like. He's a very recognizable brand. DeSantis, how could you be DeSantis for Halloween? He he's not like a I like DeSantis in many ways, but he's not he doesn't have like a real personality. Even like the way he was talking there, I'm not saying he's a bad person. I'm not saying he did a bad job in Florida. I'm just saying he's not as strong of a brand. You can't be if you were DeSantis for Halloween, they'd say, "Oh, who who are you? You're just like a guy in a suit." But if you were Trump for Halloween, you'd be Trump. Everyone would know. You understand? something's off with him. Like just as far as like, he doesn't have that oomph that people are looking for. And when you go against Trump, I personally don't think there's anything DeSantis could have done. People say he made mistakes. He had bad advisors or whatever. I, I don't think you could beat Trump. Like, I don't think he could have done the best thing, said the realest stuff, been passionate. I don't think it would have been possible just based on people's, uh, you know, I would say perception. With that being said, Trump, 
just kept repeating things and, and kind of like branding DeSantis in a certain way. And what I found fascinating about it is I've had qualms with DeSantis on a few topics since 2019, since he passed anti-First Amendment speech laws, just like Trump and everyone does. But nobody notices because nobody talks about it. And all the top conservative influencers are pretty much, I'm not going to say they're plants, but they're pretty much just there to like not talk about that stuff. And that's why they're there. Um, so a lot of people don't know about that stuff. But what I do want to say is, People started hating DeSantis when Trump told them to hate DeSantis. I'm not saying you're wrong. I don't care. I'm, I'm not asking you to like him. But it's like they loved everything about DeSantis. They said he was ultra MAGA. He's the best. He's the best governor. He's doing a better job on the coronavirus than anyone. But the second that Trump changes the narrative, um, everybody just goes along with it. They started saying um, he's a rhino. If he's a rhino, he's been a rhino the whole time. Why didn't you say he was a rhino two months ago? I'm not even necessarily disagreeing with you for this conversation. I'm just saying it's like P Trump is a master marketer. He just started saying things about DeSantis and it was over. It's like it didn't matter what he said or what he did. He's a meatball. He's a rhino. You know, he takes donor money. And whenever I had conversations with people, I was afraid of losing my own friends and stuff because they were looking at me like I'm the enemy just because I was trying to like challenge them and make them think critically because they'd be like, well, DeSantis is a rhino. And I'm like, OK, why? And they were like, well, because he has donors. OK, well, like some of the donors he has now, Trump used to have. And also Trump takes money, too. He's taken a lot of money from Sheldon Adelson. He's taken a lot of money from corporations. Trump took money from Pfizer. I'm not saying this because I hate the guy, but it's like, do you have the same standards for DeSantis that you have for Trump? And the truth is no. And it's not necessarily wrong. I mean, I, I think in many ways it is, but it's like branding and personality do matter. Why do you like certain celebrities more than other ones? Like they have a good personality. Why do you like certain musicians when they do interviews and you want to watch their interviews? Because they have a personality. Why does a Kanye West interview get 3 million views or 20 million views and a Cat Williams interview get 30 million views? And why do other comedians get 5,000 views? Why can't Carlos Mencia barely keep a job? Like, you know, it's not you're not wrong to 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 gravitate towards people with a personality that are interesting to hear. And I think that Trump is more interesting than DeSantis. So that carried a lot of weight. With that being said, though, like one thing that kind of annoyed me was people are just so obsessed with the personality of Trump that literally they become just total like hypocrites like they don't. And, and here's here's the point I guess I'm trying to make. If you said, I like Trump because he's funny, I like Trump because I just like him more. I think he's going to win. He's got a better personality and he's more relatable or whatever. But, you know, then I'd be like, all right, that makes sense. So you're voting for him for that reason. But you'd go through these things and you'd be like, OK, why do you like Trump more than DeSantis? And they'd be like, he's a rhino. And it's like, well, Trump hired like 100 percent of rhinos last time. But that's a mistake. He, or, or like some people tell me, like, he has to play the game. Trump has to play the game. So if DeSantis played that game, you don't say, oh, DeSantis is just playing the game. You say, oh, Trump's playing the game, but DeSantis is a rhino. Does Trump's playing the game when he takes donor money, but when DeSantis takes donor money, he sells out. Even if you could provably point out that Trump took money and sold his cabinet out, which he absolutely did, it means nothing to the Trump supporter that's obsessed with him. Like, you know, there's nothing DeSantis could have done, even though his personality leaves a lot to be desired. He speaks like a politician. He's not interesting enough you know to really get people going you don't really want to watch his interviews a lot of people like the brand of trump is too strong the personality of trump is too strong and when trump says something it's like people just go along with it and they don't even really think about it so it's like i what disappoints me about this primary 
is I thought the primary was the time for iron sharpens iron. And I'm finding out how the elites work. Like I don't, I don't envy the elites because I don't, I'm not an evil person and I don't want to be them. And I don't look at them like, oh, I wish I had, I don't want money. I don't want their power. I don't think it's true power. I think true power comes from being righteous and being honest and being authentic. I don't, I don't seek that fake power that they have that's like to me like drinking like five energy drinks it's fake it's not like eternal you know i'm looking for like eternal greatness i'm not saying i'll achieve it but that's i don't i don't want what they have but i see how they operate and how they operate is they always create a narrative that makes people feel like they have a dog in the race like for example in 2019 i started noticing that desantis was passing speech laws and i called desantis out before trump or anyone called desantis out and nobody wanted to listen to me because they weren't told to not like DeSantis for that reason. Okay. Then I saw Trump pass this trillion dollar bill in 2019 and some weird executive orders. And I started pointing it out on my channel because that's what I thought we were all doing. And I had people behind the scenes tell me, yo, stop talking about Trump. This was in 2019 before the pandemic. They're like, don't, it's, you're right, but don't say it. And I'm like, why? I thought we were supposed to be like a news channel. And they're like, the election's coming up. This was 2019. They said, don't, challenge Trump because we want him to beat Biden or whoever's going to win. They didn't know it was Biden at the time, but like we want Trump to win. So like, let's just like pretend like what he's doing is good. And I'm like, so that's 2019, 2020, same thing. Nobody wants to question him because it's the election. Watch this. November, the election's not over. January 6th, the election's not over. Mike Lindell tells people in August. So there's like no time to ever hold your party accountable because all these people are constantly pretending like it's not the time now, right? When is the time to challenge your party? If it's not 2019, it's not 2020. The Overton window's sliding. We're printing too much money. Pharmaceutical companies running down our throats. It's not the time. There was like a three-month period where everybody decided in unison, all the influencers that control the minds of the masses somehow, it's like, okay, now's the time we actually are going to like say something. And it was like, oh, DeSantis is doing a better job with COVID. Trump, like you could find Tim Pool, all these like mainstream people like, oh, DeSantis is better than Trump. It happened for three months. Then the Alvin Bragg arrest happened. And then the narrative shifted. And then it was like, Trump's the victim. Trump's the hero. Trump's the, the, the mugshot. And he, we need vengeance. And now that's like the new Kardashian drama plot, right? And when DeSantis ran, I didn't even care if he won. What I was hoping and what I'm realizing is like branding and human nature you can't win this way. So that's why a lot of people just lie to you and trick you because it's easier to trick you and it's easier to lie to you than it is to like tell you the truth that you don't want to hear. That goes for left wing and right wing. But it's like, you know, I was hoping that DeSantis running would mean iron sharpens iron. Didn't care if he won. Figured Trump was the favorite regardless of the Alvin Bragg arrest. I just think like without the Alvin Bragg arrest or Nikki Haley or Vivek, it would have been a lot closer. It's whatever. It is what it is. But it's like that pretty much sealed the deal for Trump because no one cared about anything. So it was like I was hoping when DeSantis entered the race that he was going to talk about all this stuff. Trump printed too much money, which he said, you know, Trump signed the CARES Act, which was disastrous, which he said. I'm not saying that you have to love DeSantis for saying that or all the things that he was saying that were objectively true about Trump, but I just, maybe I'm naive, but I didn't respect the reaction or expect the reaction that I got. Like I would see mainstream accounts, like they'd post videos of DeSantis. They're like, look at this traitor, listen to what he said about Trump. And I'd listen to the video and everything he said was true. It was like objectively true. I've been saying it for two years. So I'm like, okay, these people are mad when DeSantis says the truth about Trump. Like none of that matters. So I'm not mad that Trump, I'm not mad at all. I don't care, but I'm not annoyed that Trump beat DeSantis. I could care less. 
I'm annoyed that the movement of our party doesn't care about anything. It's like, I thought this would be the time where iron sharpens iron. Trump would make really good points. DeSantis would make really good points. Trump would say, I'm better at foreign policy. DeSantis would say, I've done better locally. Trump would say, I'm I'm better with Kim Jong-un and Putin, and I'm a better negotiator, which is probably true. I do think Trump is. And then DeSantis would say, well, I did a way better job on COVID. I turned the corner faster than you. And I hired Joseph Latipo and you hired like, like I was hoping that they both challenged each other and it would create, and maybe I'm stupid for thinking this, but I'm like, both of them will challenge each other. They'll expose each other, the bad things that they did in government. And then the best one will win and they'll be a better version of themselves. Like that's all I cared about. But then Trump went, you're a pedophile, you look like a meatball, you know, you're a rhino for doing all the same things I did. And he literally turned a bunch of his like like Republicans into robots. I'm not saying you're wrong for thinking Trump's better than DeSantis. He very well may be. Does he have a better personality? Yes. Is he funnier? Yes. Is he more authentic? I think he was at a certain point. I'm not so sure anymore, but he's definitely more like unique of a character. So I'm not saying people are wrong for that, but it's like no one cared about making him better. They just cared about attacking DeSantis with hypocritical things that they wouldn't even attack Trump with. Like the easiest one is like, he's a rhino. Why? Because he hangs out with Jeb Bush. It's like Trump's closer to Lindsey Graham than DeSantis is with Jeb Bush. So that's at least equal, right? No, it's not equal. Why? Because I like Trump more. It's like a popularity contest. It's a branding. The brand of DeSantis got destroyed by the brand of Trump. Is Trump better? There's, a, there's an argument for that, but when DeSantis spoke the truth about Trump, when he pointed out all of Trump's flaws, people just got mad at him. So it's like, that's why Vivek, I'm telling you guys, Vivek is a high, high IQ, um, you know, I'm going to say, I don't want to say slitherer because that would be rude, but he's like a high IQ navigator of like society. Like he's a smart guy. You When he wrote his book in 2022, you have to understand he was not always Trump, 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 Trump. Vivek went Trump, 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 Trump when he realized that the Republican Party wanted Trump again. When he thought and when all of us thought that maybe Trump was going to be done, not because of the arrest, just because he was a shell of himself, like 2020 to 2022, he was losing favor because he was just cringe. Um, you know, Vivek said he cried on January 6th. Vivek said that Trump was a sore loser like Stacey Abrams in September of 2022. At the same time, Tim Pool was saying it should be DeSantis and Trump should step aside. There's a public record of all this stuff, right? As soon as Trump got arrested, it's over. He, the, the left created the narrative around him. Nothing matters. The truth doesn't matter. The CARES Act doesn't matter. COVID doesn't matter. The fact that DeSantis fired Soros prosecutors doesn't matter. Actions don't matter. Policy doesn't matter. It's brand versus brand, hero versus villain, rhino versus non-rhino. And they create these narratives. So Vivek, you know, is I'm not going to say more ethical than DeSantis, but if you want power in the Republican Party, you just kiss up to Trump because everybody knows that he's susceptible to flattery. So, you know, I was hoping DeSantis going hard at Trump would make Trump and DeSantis better. But DeSantis went with, I'm going to say all the things that Trump messed up. And Trump went with, you're a meatball pedophile and you're small and you wear boots. And, you know, Florida would be fined under a Democrat because you suck. And, you know, you took you did things that I did, but I'm just going to repeat that you did them. And none of my supporters are even going to know that I did them. And that same gaslighting tactic was used by Gavin Newsom. Gavin Newsom, everybody knows, right? It's undebatable. Gavin Newsom was one of the worst governors during COVID, right? He locked down the most. He was pushing mandates hard. Like G Gavin Newsom was the furthest most tyrannical, at least top five tyrannical governors during COVID. Once everybody realized that 
it was all kind of like messed up. I don't know what you want to say about that, but like it was, you know, unnecessary and insane. Gavin Newsom went with this gaslighting tactic when he debated Ron DeSantis. He goes, we both did it. Like he tried to act like we both did the same thing. And it's not true. Like DeSantis and Gavin Newsom did not do the same thing during COVID. Maybe for a month they, they did the same thing. But if you look at the two years of COVID, DeSantis hired Joseph Latipo. He opened he opened up way earlier. A bunch of businesses went to Florida. I think California and New York lost like a trillion dollars to states like Texas and Florida. Elon Musk left and brought his Tesla stuff. Like they did not. Everybody knows they didn't do the same thing. But here's how they move the Overton window. DeSantis does a better job than Gavin Newsom and Trump. Trump says, we basically did the same thing. You loved Fauci. And Trump just starts muddying the water, being like, oh, we all did it the same when it's not true. And Gavin Newsom, who's pretty much Trump's friend, does the same thing. Oh, we, we did it the same. And no one cares because they only care about the personality of Trump. It's like the elites are genius. Like It's a reason that Trump says, I can't hit Gavin Newsom because he's nice to me. They're all like a big club where they're all like, you know, let's fight and, you know, do this. And then... We'll hand each other ventilators and money and, and then we'll like convince our audience that we like hate each other. Like it's genius, genius theater. I'm starting to like figure this stuff out. And what I'm starting to realize is there's there's a lot of quotes that say this too, where it's like, you know, I'm not seeking that. So I'm never going to be that person. But it's like sometimes you, you can't fight Trump. Like it's right and wrong to say that DeSantis shouldn't have run against Trump. Like people say DeSantis shouldn't against run against Trump. He should have waited eight years. Power-wise, strategically, it's true. He couldn't beat Trump. He wasn't interesting enough. He wasn't his personality wasn't good enough. He didn't beat Trump. It's it's clear that it probably would have been smarter for him politically to wait eight years. I don't know what DeSantis's true agenda was because I don't know him. I do know that Thomas Massey is like one of the most genuine people in Congress, and he knows all these people better than I do. And he liked DeSantis more than Trump. That's all I really know, but that doesn't necessarily mean that much. But what I'm trying to say is like, if DeSantis is true, and I'm not saying this was his purpose, is like, listen, Trump did mess up on all these things. He hired the swamp. He didn't finish, you know, he didn't really do that much with immigration as much as people realize. He did better than Biden, but not that much. You know, he 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 screwed the pooch on COVID. He printed too much money. He became a socialist. Like if that truly was DeSantis's reason for running, people will hate you for it. Like you, you get what I'm saying? Like any conversation I had with anyone who liked Trump more than DeSantis I don't care. I don't like, I, I think they're both characters. I There's five things I like better about Trump than DeSantis. There's probably 20 things I like better about DeSantis than Trump. I'm like strategically just looking at what they did. And it's like, they're both kind of puppets to me, but DeSantis actually did more like that I could see and look at. And it seems like he knows how the levers of power work and he knows how to do it. Trump is like a comedian and an actor that people like, where if you look at how he ran his presidency, it, it, he ran it like a guy who has, like, he doesn't, he knows how to talk about it, but he doesn't know how to do it because you have to do lawyers and like people you surround yourself by. It seems like DeSantis is better at that stuff to me, but people don't care. You know, it's not, it's not about like what, who's going to do what it's like the brand of Trump. They've fallen in love with like, you know, he's not a rhino. Why is Trump not a rhino? Cause he said all these things, but he hired a hundred percent of the swamp, but that's a mistake. Okay. DeSantis is, is surrounded by a few swamp people, but he's surrounded by other good people. Did DeS is DeSantis playing the same game? Like, you understand what I'm saying? It's like, people don't care. Nothing they say they care. They just like Trump, which is totally understandable. It's just like, you can't run against Trump on policy. You can't point out his flaws. You're better off just lying to him, getting a cabinet position, scamming him. And then he goes, oh no, I got tricked again. And his supporters go, oh no. It's like this uh, cycle of circusry. So I think, you know, the truth is, 
I'm making no excuses for DeSantis because I could care less, but personality does matter. I'm not saying it doesn't matter. It does matter. There's a reason you want to watch certain people. There's a reason you like certain people. There's a reason you gravitate towards certain people. There's a reason, you know, your internal soul tells you that that person's lying more than that person. There is a reason. And, you know, if you don't have a personality, you don't like, you know, and not everyone does. And you're not going to, people aren't going to like you as much as why do people like Sean Strickland in the MMA more than a person who just goes up and says nothing? Cause he's saying something interesting. It's the tone of his voice sounds interesting. You know, that like DeSantis isn't interesting. He's just not, you know, he's, I like some of his speeches, but even as someone who I like DeSantis more than most Trump supporters like DeSantis. And even I don't want to listen to his speeches, you know, it's just like something about him isn't like he doesn't really have that star power when it comes to trump he has the star power and he has the support people love him so it's like they have double standards for him it's like if he hires them it's not a big deal if desantis hires them he's the sold out one but if trump sells out it's a game he's playing to do business but when desantis does business it's not business he's just corrupt so i'm disappointed not because desantis didn't win i'm i i I thought adults were and our movement was like more mature than this. Like, yo, let's make these people compete against each other and bring the best out of each other. But Trump went low and everybody went low with Trump. Like, you're a rhino. You wear heels. You know, I'm a tall guy. I'm 6'3". I'm not going to run on you're a small guy. Like, you know, I'll call Tim Tim Pool like a diglet. You know, he looks like diglet with a beanie on. And But, you know, it's because I don't like Tim and uh, diglets can be big too. But it's like, you know, you also got to mix it with like something that actually means something as far as like, Paul, like, what are you saying? You know, like, it's not just like personal attacks, low blows, like you're guilty for doing all the things I did, but I, and people just follow it. So it, it, like nothing mattered. And and I don't think that the Overton window is anywhere. Like I, I see things differently than other people, I guess. Like they're like, let me just like these politicians and I'll trust them to do the right thing. And I don't think I'm a fan or a side character. It's like, as an American, if we all came together and said something to these people, then I think that they would like do the right thing more. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe what we should do is just like, let them do it and just hope for the best. But here's my logic about that. If we're just going to let these people run the government and just be like, whatever, pick a character and like, you know, is Trump your guy, then Trump's your guy. And like, let's just hope he does it. Why would I, if I, if that was my logic, I would never talk about politics. I would never pay attention to politics. Like what's the point of tuning into something that you have no part of? Like the, isn't the point of it to like influence policy a little bit and drive the, the culture. Um, I, everyone, not everyone, but a lot of people see it as like, just like this guy, get behind this guy. He's the most popular. We're going to win MAGA, MAGA, MAGA. You know, everybody else that doesn't like him is a traitor. But to me, that's incentivizing Trump to big bad people again. That's incentivizing Trump to learn no lessons. Like if everyone, the easiest example I could think of is like so many Trump supporters think the vaccine is not a great product, right? They say it on their show all the time. They're not saying it's an amazing product. It works so well. They're literally telling their audience this product is is not that great. It's, it's hurting more people than it's helping. That's what they're saying, right? Watch any conservative influencer that likes Trump. 95% of them, besides like Ben Shapiro, are saying this product is like overrated. It's not what they said it was. And I don't like it, whether they got it or not. That's what they're telling their audience. When they're in front of Trump, I don't think a single one has told Trump that. Like they don't think his vaccine is that great. But when they're in front of Trump, they say, take credit for the vaccine. You're the, yeah, that's great. It wasn't Biden or what, you know, like they don't tell him, like, I don't think the product's good. Mandates aside, 
I don't think it's a good product, even if you like that's what they think, but they don't tell Trump that. So it's like Trump is like this, like this guy that like they're all his dogs. Like I look at all these people and like, you know, I'm a man. I look at them like 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 little puppies, like they're little Trump's little puppies. So it's like, yeah, Trump's the head dog and they're all his little puppies. So why would I listen to a little puppy? They don't have any thoughts of their own. They don't critically think they don't hold them accountable. They're just his little lap dogs. And it's like, yeah, I'd rather listen to Trump than than Trump's lap dog. But what I thought and this is the, the difference is like they think let's just be a lap dog because this guy's the best guy. And if we just suck up to him and do this, then he'll go do what we want him to do, even though the first four years didn't end how we wanted it to because he didn't hire any of the right people. He pardoned horrible people. And a lot of this sort of stuff you could trace. I had a conversation with my friend today and he asked me, he said, why do you think that Trump didn't pardon Edward Snowden? And, and like, why do you think that? And I said, you know what? I know this answer. Like, I'm not, there's some things that I could speculate on. If you research enough and do data pattern recognition, et cetera, you can figure out why Trump didn't pardon Julian Assange and Edward Snowden. And the reason is he doesn't like whistleblowers. It's just point blank. You could study Trump's history in the history of all his public speeches before he ran for president and even during he hates whistleblowers. He doesn't like Edward Snowden. He he wouldn't like somebody like Julian Assange. He thinks he thinks whistleblowers are traitors. He thinks they're anti-American and he thinks they should be arrested. He said this several times. When it came to the San Bernardino shooter, Trump said that Apple should open up all of the phones and give them data to all of your private information. And everybody like John McAfee and others were like, Trump, that's a crazy idea. And he's like, no, we got to get the terrorists. Trump once said that ISIS is hiding on the internet and we should open up the internet and let Bill Gates, you know, close the internet down for ISIS or something. Like Trump is friends with Bill Gates. He's not fighting the Bill Gates agenda. He literally does deals with Bill Gates. He does meetings with Bill Gates. He almost gave a White House position to Bill Gates in his last term. No one knows this stuff because they don't research what's really happening. They just follow the personality and the character of Trump. So they're like, they're just fans. And if you're just a fan, it's like whatever, but I don't see the world that way, but it is what it is. But long story short, the reason he didn't pardon Edward Snowden is because he hates whistleblowers. The only reason that he pretended to like WikiLeaks and Julian Assange is because Julian Assange and WikiLeaks helped him win the election. As soon as he won, he hired Mike Pompeo, who allegedly, according to Tucker, wanted to kill Julian Assange. He doesn't like whistleblowers, you know? So that's why he didn't pardon him. When you get to all these things, you can like figure out why it didn't happen. Like not, a lot of the stuff that people wanted to happen didn't happen because he's not even trying. So what I think is that if all of these influencers and all of these Trump supporters and people who love them, if they all come together and say, hey, Trump, we like you, right? We're going to vote for you. We're Republican. We're not liberal. We don't like Joe Biden. We don't like Gavin Newsom, your buddy. We don't, you know, like we're not a big fan of Democrats, but we are going to stand like the Tea Party was trying to do before that whole movement got sucked up by the Trump stuff and everything. And Ron Paul talking about the Fed, all these things that are so much more important than anything MAGA talks about anymore. And everybody comes together and says, hey, you know, we realize you're not doing this. We realize you took a bunch of money, but this is politics. Like the left blames the right. The right blames us. The Trump goes, DeSantis did it. And they go, oh, look at DeSantis doing it. I'm not mad that they called DeSantis out. I'm just weirded out that they don't realize that Trump did it. And when they find out that Trump did what DeSantis did, they don't care as much. It's about him and his brand. It's not about anything that matters. So then at that point, the movement's just fake. So I think we should all come together and hold certain lines and try to push policy in the right direction. Most people, they say, shut the hell up, Anomaly. I hate you for saying that. Get the hell out of the way. It's Trump time, baby. 
And then when Trump hires Lindsey Graham and a bunch of fraud advisors, he's probably going to pick Elise Stefanik. I've said that for a year for vice president. If he does, she's just as swampy and sold out as Nikki Haley. She's literally Nikki Haley just saying MAGA, MAGA, MAGA. She's no different, you know, but that's all, all it takes for MAGA. Like if DeSantis put on a MAGA hat and said never ran against Trump and said MAGA, 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 and then he started passing all these crazy bills in Florida, no one would care. They'd say DeSantis is loyal. He's a good guy. If DeSantis does a good job and runs against Trump and points out the flaws in Trump, they'll say he's sold out. But if DeSantis put on a MAGA hat like Elise Stefanik, they'd say he's MAGA. Elise Stefanik is not MAGA. She's literally Nikki Haley with a MAGA hat on because she knows how easy it is to fool Trump. Everyone does. Vivek knows it. Everyone knows it. It's like you literally just have to suck up to him and he has no uh, conscience to tell him that this person's a snake or not. Like you're better off like using Trump than you are to tell him the truth. And people have figured this out. So a lot of good people are like, nah, I'm not going to serve in that administration. And all the people around them, they're no better than they were the first time. But in general, I think if people said, hey, we realize that you picked for the FDA, a swamper. We realized that you picked Mitch McConnell's wife, like, oh, Coco Chow, blah, blah, blah. Didn't you hire her? Nikki Haley sucks. Didn't you hire her? Like everybody he's talking about, he hired. And everyone's like, oh, he learned his lesson. Why? You think he did, but he doesn't have to learn a lesson because nobody uses their leverage to tell him that they know what's going on. So that's how I perceive it. I'm not upset that DeSantis lost. I'm, I'm, concerned that instead of making it an iron sharpens iron Trump versus DeSantis, they let the Democrats turn it into a Kardashian-esque hero villain, you know, mugshot vengeance story instead of anything that matters. And then everybody just started accusing DeSantis of all these things that he's doing, which is fine. But then when you could point out that Trump's doing the same things, no one cares. So it's not about the policy or the donor money or the selling out. I'm concerned that DeSantis took hundreds of millions of dollars from donors. But when Trump takes hundreds of millions of dollars from donors, there's a reason they're giving Trump and DeSantis the money. It's not any different. You think like DeSantis has done a bunch of ethical stuff. But yeah, if he takes $200 million in donor money, he might sell out. You know, that's probably why they're giving him the money. It's the same thing with Trump. And there's already proof that he did it. But no one cares because they don't see politics for what it is. It's this story. It's like Marvel. You know, he's fighting the people he's hiring. And, you know, he learned his lesson, even though it's clear he didn't. So that's the disagreement that I have with MAGA. It's not that I'm mad that he won the primary. It's not it's not that I don't want him to win the election. It's like, did you learn your lesson? And I believe that if the movement comes together and, and when Trump wins, if he wins, uses their leverage to make sure he hires good people and, and they really call him out when he does shady stuff, then we can succeed as a movement. If we don't do that and we just play left, right, false paradigm drama and just like run circles around like little plots that they create, like they're not stupid. Um, I was talking to my buddy today, Bobby, and he made a good point. He was saying like, you know, people think that there's these global conspiracies where like every country's working together. They all lock down together. They're all faking certain events together. Like that's what most people in MAGA think that there's like a global movement where everyone's working together. And he made a brilliant point. You know, I'm gonna have him on my show later this week. We'll talk about it more, but I want to bring it up. And he's like, people think that, but then you, you say to him like, Hey, you, I think they did the Alvin Bragg arrest thing to just make people like fly back into his hands and not think about anything else. And they'll be like, that's crazy. You think they're that smart. 
You think they're smart enough to do global conspiracies with every country. You think they're smart enough to conspire at the World Economic Forum and do everything. And I'm not saying you're wrong, but it's like, how could they do all of these things and cover up 100 years of history and, and, and work together on lockdowns and vaccines? But you don't think they could plan a news story that they know you're going to like drool like a bunch of cattle and run into a direction? Of course they know that. Like you have already given them credit for things that are a thousand times smarter and harder to pull off than that. And then you draw the line. And like you think they could do that? Of course they could do that. They do way deeper stuff and you know it. And you talk about it all the time. Like people are crazy. And I, I've come to this conclusion and I'm going to not try to sound condescending because I'm an, I'm a normal citizen that's like getting scammed like everybody else. But it's like, I don't appreciate the fact that the elites think they're better than everybody and they look at you like cattle. Like they literally think you're cattle, you know, like depending who you are. They're like, these people are, they're, they're like dogs. They're, they're literally like, they, they, they look at you the same way you look at like an animal and it's really messed up. And it's a huge reason for why things are going so bad in this society, because it seems like the people running the country hate you because they do hate you. They literally think you're animals, right? But then I come along and I'm like, Hey, Let's not act like animals and cattle because they're going to lead us to the slaughter. And how do I get thanked? You got a bunch of people saying, shut up, Anomaly. You're a Democrat. You're a communist. Blah, 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 blah. And, and you're just like marching towards the slaughter. And it's like, I'm not, I'm more annoyed at people than I even am at the elites at this point, because it's like, if they don't, if you don't buy it, they can't sell it. You understand? America, if you look at the, the, the number of like pharmaceuticals being taken in the world, America's number one by a long shot. Like, why they can't sell it if you don't buy it you know this the food wouldn't be so tainted and corrupt in america if people didn't buy it but the reason people buy it is because they don't care it's football and i love football by the way i love sports i'm a man i like to play sports i like to watch sports i like to talk about sports i'll talk to a guy for 30 minutes about sports i'm a guy i love that stuff i'm a, I'm a, I'm a huge athlete and i'm a huge you know, sports fan. But at the same time, it's like I could double task. I could like sports and think about society, but most people can't. So it's like that and Trump and they hate Trump or they love Trump. It's not a threat because you're revolving your universe around something that doesn't include the food you eat. And I want to bring up this point because a lot of right wingers will look at left wingers and say, how are they doing this to their children? How are they chopping their pee pee off? How are they chopping the boobs off of their kids? How are they giving their kids hormones and changing their genetics and making them sterile? How could a leftist do this to their children? And it's a good point. How? But here's the sad part. When you pull the curtain back, you realize that conservatives do some things to their kids and the, it's the same reason. And I'm going to tell you, and it's going to piss some people off. And I don't care. Frankly, I don't care, my dear, to quote a classic movie. But anyway, it's like they think they're doing the right thing. That's how. They think they're doing the right thing. I mean, some of them are just weirdos and, and, and creeps. But besides that, some people, they think they're doing the right thing. Like, this is what's best for my kid. Because they're being told by society and doctors and experts and academics that it's the right thing to do. So they do it. And, they, and a lot of them think they're doing the right thing. They really do. Now you go to Republicans. They go, how could they do that to their kid? What do you guys do to your kids when they're born? The first thing they do is inject a bunch of pharmaceuticals in, in them. And you don't even think about it. I'm not saying to not. I'm not a doctor. Talk to a medical expert. I'm not telling anyone what to do. I'm just saying that's what happened when the kid's born. Do you think about it? Have you done research on it? No, you just do it because they tell you to do it. Just like the left listens to who, what they're told to do. And then what do you do when a little boy is born? You chop a part of his penis off and you say it's for cleanliness reasons. Have you done research on that? No. Does most of the world do that? No. Is it genital mutilation? Yes, it is. Okay. 
but you don't think about it. So you're doing this. Like, this is the paradigm of politics is like people blame the other side and say, how could they do that? And they're too egotistical and self-centered to realize that they're doing a lot of the same stuff. And they'll be like, it's not the same. In some ways, it's worse because at least when they're doing it to their kids, they could talk and think a little bit. When you're doing it to your kids, they can't even think or talk or say no. They don't consent to you gen mutilating their genitals. You know, you, they might turn 21, watch a documentary and realize that that piece of skin that you chopped off actually serves a function, you know, and, and just like every part of the body. But it's one of those things that's like both sides are insane, but nobody wants to hear that. What they want to hear is Trump. And I'm not denying it. It's not like I think I'm more popular than Trump. I know I'm not more popular than Trump. I know I could never win an election against him. I know that most people are going to hate me for saying what I'm saying now. I just think, simply don't care. I'm not running for office. I'm not. I'm talking to people who care because people who care can figure this stuff out. I think if people came together and used their leverage to tell politicians that they know what's happening, then things will shift. But if you just say, well, who's better? None of them. That's the whole, like, you know, it's like Romney versus Obama. I say this all the time, but Romney went against Obama. McCain went against Obama. It's the same thing. It literally doesn't matter who wins. It's the same as Trump. It's like you get a Supreme Court. You might get a little bit of conservative values. And you could act like George Bush is so much worse than Trump because he is probably worse than Trump. But, you know, George Bush picked Clarence Thomas. George Bush's Supreme Court, the Bush and Bush Jr., they picked better Supreme Court justices than Trump. I'm not saying they're better. I don't, I like Trump more than the Bushes, but I honestly, I think Trump is no, he's just like a, you know, it's like a WWE plot. It's like, well, why do they hate him? It's like, have you ever watched WWE? Like why, why does like these guys, they're like, you know, NWO and why do they hate the other gang of, of three guys? Cause that's the story. You know, you think they can all come together at the world economic forum and plot the, the future a hundred years in advance of the world, but you don't think they could figure out if you turn these two politicians against Trump the same way you would like a good and evil WWE guy that these people will hate him and these people will love him. I'm sorry, but the elites are just smarter than everybody. And it's like, there's no sense in telling people not to act like cattle because they want to act like cattle and they hate you. And they'll, they'll, they'll hate you more than the elites hate you. If you try to tell them the truth, you know, the elites are just hurting everybody, but it's like your own friends and your own people in your own movement will hate you for trying to wake them up to this stuff than your own worst enemy allegedly you know and it's a, it's like what's the point of trying to wake people up when they just hate you for it so when it comes to that sort of stuff it's like i thought that this movement was gonna like hold a little fire to trump but there's there's like never a time to it so he's like oh the arrest or the desantis and it's like all right well now he's the nominee now what nobody's gonna want to challenge him they'll be like we got to beat biden and he's the better option yeah sure uh, I, you know, I hope he wins, but we'll see, we'll see what happens. You know, time will tell all. And I, uh, it is what it is. If everybody in this country are just fans and spectators, then, then you get what you get. You get GMO foods, you get genital mutilation and pharmaceutical like obsession, you know, like that's what you're going to get. And then you're gonna be like, well, why is the country falling apart? Cause the country's not moral anymore. And that's my, uh, solution is i believe of course the left is insane i'm not saying they're not but when the, and, but the right is also insane so it's like no matter who wins we still slide towards insanity and then you think god's gonna bless america why would god bless america we export degeneracy and filth all over the world and we can't even fix our own cities one and i'm not saying i hate america i love america once we fix america we'll be blessed again god's not gonna bless a country that's doing this much evil to their own people like some of the stuff we're doing is insane. And I'm not saying the rest of the world is good. It's just like, if we fix ourselves, 
then God will bless us. If you think that the only way that you could beat the Democrats is by falling in love with like a scammy pharmaceutical salesman casino guy who printed more money than Obama, like you're going to lose, like you're going to get a few wins and get a few losses. You know, it's up to the bankers and the elites. Like, do they want to fix the country? Then they'll fix it. If they don't, they don't. I'm not going to stress about it. Like maybe they want to close the border because there's enough illegals in there for them to get their labor or whatever they're trying to do or votes or whatever they want or, you know, demographic shift so they can destroy your race and call you racist if you notice that they're doing it. I don't know what they're trying to do. But in general, it's like, you know, if um, if they want to do stuff, they'll do it. Like maybe they want Biden to win because Biden's a puppet. Maybe they want Biden to win because he's a Democrat. Maybe they pay both sides. You know, maybe they realize that like, there's an old saying, it's like when they need a hero, give them a hero. It's like, oh, they're, they're tired of Obama, give them Trump. They're tired of Trump, give them Biden. Oh, the Biden's too old, give them Trump again. And then Jamie Dimon and all Blackstone, they all start coming out and saying like MAGA stuff. And we were like, oh, Blackstone's base, Jamie Dimon's base, the banks are base. It's like, no, the banks are above Trump. They, they're probably just going to try to get a cabinet position, you know? I hope that they want to fix the border because if the bankers want to fix the border, it'll get fixed in two seconds. If, if Republicans want to fix the border, it'll never get fixed. So I'm, I'm hoping that they are on our side. My guess, I mean, I'm not like able to predict everything, but I believe that the elites want to start a war with Iran. And I think that Biden is becoming a little bit of a problem because it's not like he's doing anything. But I do think that in some ways, Biden is less of a war hawk in Iran and he's a war hawk in Ukraine. Maybe they want the war in Ukraine and Trump won't push the war in Ukraine. So they want Biden to win. You know, there's a possibility they want Trump back to start the war in or Iran. But also Trump is a little bit of a threat, I think, because he doesn't hate Kim Jong-un and he doesn't hate Vladimir Putin. And like, you know, the people that are, I would say, above Trump and Biden, they hate Russia. They hate Putin. They, you know, they hate anyone that won't play their games that they can't completely control. And they want to start multiple wars. So like, you know, in some ways, like maybe Trump is a threat and 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 they don't want him because he might end the war in Ukraine and, you know, finesse the Ukrainian situation. But then he'll I'm, I guarantee you that Trump would start a war with Iran in two seconds. And they they don't not want that. They absolutely do want that. So, you know, but Trump does have I understand why people like Trump. And it's the reason that I still like Trump a little bit, even though he annoys me is when you listen to him in interviews, he does have that like switch where like his soul turns on and you're like, oh, there's there there's that guy I used to like where he'll be like, eh, you know, he he is like a negotiator. So there there is there is a chance that they're like very threatened that he'll negotiate deals in Israel, Palestine, Ukraine, Russia. And they don't I don't think they want deals like you. If you listen to, you know, Netanyahu and Israel, I know that they say that Palestine doesn't want a two state solution and they don't want it. The truth is, like, I don't think either side really wants it. And, uh, you know, I don't I don't know that the standards are the same. Like he says, the whatever river to the sea thing that you're not allowed to say. They said Elon said everyone's banned on Twitter if they say from the river to the sea, whatever the statement is. I don't know because I don't pay attention to like their statements that much because Palestine says it. Israel says it. Netanyahu said it recently and he's not going to get banned on Twitter. So it's like these standards only apply so much. And I think that, you know. Netanyahu wants to obliterate that that country and and has the firepower to do so but you know there's other countries stepping in so now because America is an ally to Israel now we're involved in like a five-way proxy war I do think there's a chance that Trump could finesse it and there's also a chance that he wouldn't I don't you know these are the things that I wonder but I'm like what do you know everybody thinks the bankers and the elites want Biden it's like 
uh, maybe, you know, definitely he's not like a threat, but they also might want Trump. They play both sides. They, you know, they dump their money into that. To me, that's what Vivek is doing. He's, he understands power and there's different types of people. There's types of people that are like, I'll do what I think is right, no matter the consequences. And then there's people who figure out trends and they're like, okay, let me do a hedge fund. Let me make a bunch of money. Okay. Let me do pharmaceuticals. It's a very scammy industry, but let me just make a bunch of money and pretend like I'm so ethical when obviously, you know, people making money in that industry are not ethical, but whatever. Now let me, let me cry on January 6th. Let me say, Oh, Trump. Oh, let me pretend to be a Trump. Supporter. Like, you know, smart people that are like diabolical. They're like, how do I get to power? I'm not interested in that. I'm just talking about it. So let me know what you guys think. I'm going to read a few comments and I'm going to take off. My analysis is the brand of Trump is too strong for the brand of DeSantis. DeSantis didn't have the personality to be Trump. DeSantis didn't have the character to be Trump. And he didn't have that authenticity to be Trump. But if you really break it down, he was not lying about Trump. He was telling the truth about Trump and all his down downfalls, but people don't care. And this just shows you, Paul, just like the left, like how do they elect Biden? It's like, it's not about ethics. It's not about morals. It's not about policy. It's not about strategy. Like the left does play chess and the right does not play chess. So it's like on all fronts, I do think that there were a lot of ways that DeSantis was telling the truth about Trump's downfalls, but people don't care. Like with Trump, it's not about what he does or doesn't do. It's the story. It's the brand. You know, it's Marvel 5, the return of Trump. Like that's the Alvin Bragg arrest. It went from everybody being like, it's DeSantis time. Trump is kind of old and he's like rambling about the vaccine and nobody's like, uh, like likes that. I'm not the only one that was saying that. I sw you could find clips, November, every major like Tim Pool's like oh DeSantis is time you know and then all it takes is one Marvel 7 media story where it's like oh the revenge you know return of the Jedi 5 Trump time and it's like that's the right is it, it's just like a cartoon you know so it's like De DeSantis's brand just wasn't strong enough and I don't subscribe to this idea that there's so much he could have done better He's not as cool as Trump. He's not as likable as Trump. People don't like him as much as Trump. And people are not interested in the truth. When you go against Trump, he could say the sky is black when it's white. And you could say the sky is white and they'll call you a traitor. I mean, you just have to look at the way things went on. Like the easiest example, I'm sorry for always bringing this up, but it was like the craziest gaslighting I've ever heard in my life. Trump goes, a Democrat ran Florida just as good as DeSantis. He's not even a good uh, governor. And uh, it's just the warm weather and sunny beaches. It's not hard to manage that. And that's not true. California is run horribly, even though it's got better climate than Florida does. It's a more desirable climate in California than Florida, yet it's run even worse than Florida. Why? Because the sunny weather and the beaches don't make it easy to run politically. That's like an, an insane talking point, but no one cares. When Trump said he strong-armed the FDA to rush the vaccine, that's a horrible thing. The FDA is already compromised by the pharmaceutical industry, and Trump put even bigger pharma shills in power to push them even further than they already pushed, to rush something that should have never been rushed. It's a horrific thing, but Trump has so much power over people that if he tells them, I'm fighting the FDA, they think it's some sort of heroic act. Where if Hillary or DeSantis or anyone else did that, they would have been like, that's corruption. You shouldn't push the FDA faster. He's pushing them in the wrong direction, not the right direction, but people don't think for themselves. It's like, if Trump says it, I believe it. So it's like, you know, there's nothing DeSantis could have done because it's not about truth or lie. Like, even if he had the best personality, he was authentic. Trump people just want you to kiss Trump's ass, which is the funniest thing because it's like this victim mentality loop where like, they're too egotistical and self-centered to realize what's true. They're right about most stuff, though. I think Trump supporters are right about most stuff. But it's like 
they they just like Trump. They they suck off everybody who likes Trump. The person that was was flattering Trump was just using Trump. You know, they scam Trump. 100% of the people Trump hired scam them. And now everybody's outraged where it's like, you know, you're, you're, your reasoning for liking people isn't whether they're good or bad. It's like whether they like Trump or not. So it's like, you're con you're going to get scammed again. Like, I mean, he'll, he'll accomplish some things just like, you know, if you look right now, you could look this up and I'm not saying Biden's good. I think he's horrible. I would never write Joe Biden's name on a piece of paper. I'd rather like jump out a window than, than, than write Joe Biden's name on a piece of paper. With that being said, he's actually drilling for more oil now than America has ever drilled for in history. I know it sounds unbelievable, but it's really happening. And I'm not saying he's good. He probably just wants to drive down gas prices for the election to pretend like he's always been doing this. But like he is doing that. If Trump was doing that now, Trump would say, I'm drilling for more oil than anybody. And people would be like, hell yeah. But it's like Biden's doing that now and no one's going to care. And I'm not saying he's good for oil. I, if I wanted oil, which I do, I'm going to vote. I would vote for Trump over Biden. You get what I'm saying? But like, no, like it doesn't. Everyone's like the stocks are going to go back up. Look at the stock market over time. Stocks always go up. They've gone up under every president all the time. The only reason they imploded was because they printed so much money during COVID-19 that it imploded for three years. And now it's going to go back up again. It's like it always goes up over time. There's certain trends that always happen that when it when it's a good trend, both parties try to take credit for it. And when it's a bad trend, they try to throw it on the other party. But both sides are kind of in on it. You know, that's just the reality of politics. So a lot of the accomplishments are just like in people's heads and it's because like he said it or whatever. So it is what it is. But I do think that the brand of Trump is too strong. People don't care about results. They care about the Marvel movie in their head. Uh, they don't understand how the Overton window in politics works. So they just kind of cheerlead and constantly get duped instead of moving the culture back normal. And I believe uh, until culture moves back towards normal that, uh, Things are not going to like get way better, but when the bankers decide that they want it to get better, they'll fix it because it's not that hard to fix a few of the problems in this country. So let me know what you guys think. I don't care that Trump won. I just was hoping that like people would would uh, use the Trump versus DeSantis to get great policy out of both of them, but that didn't happen. So it just kind of shows you that you know most adults are like children. It's like a uh, high school prom. It's you know it's like very human nature, very petty, very tribalistic. And that's what it is. So what's the solution? It's like, I, I would say, I, I'm not going to argue with people or fight or get that upset. I'm just going to work on, um, you know, what I, what I think is important. Someone said you're emotional. I'm, I'm really not though. I mean, let me know. The funny thing is, too, I want to say, I want to say this real quick. When I say something and that's truthful that people don't want to hear, like, Hey, he took a million dollars from Pfizer and hired pharmaceutical people. That's like literally true. It's just normal reporting. People will spiral and then get emotional, say I'm emotional, and then make up a provable lie about me. Like someone was like, oh, you used to wear a MAGA hat all the time. It's like, I actually didn't though. There's nothing wrong with a MAGA hat. I've never been mad at MAGA hats. In fact, I like when people wear them because then I know they're not liberal. But anyway, it's like I didn't, I, I that's like someone lying. Like I tell the truth, they emotionally spiral. They lie about me in a 100% provable lie and then say that I'm lying. It's like diabolical, you know? Someone said on Twitter today, I'm not going to say what he said because it's inappropriate for this context, but I posted something. I literally just, uh, thank you, Lakiva, for the super chat. I appreciate you. I posted a clip of like, uh, it was New Hampshire, 
there were like hundreds of of people and most of them were boomers like you could see in the, like everybody was like a boomer there uh there was like a line of like hundreds of boomers like waiting for trump right so i just retweeted it and i said boomers love trump which is i'm not gonna say all boomers like trump but i'm just captioning the line like i'm not it's not even a bad thing i thought it was like funny i was just like boomers love trump you know they're out in the snow for trump like it it wasn't a young group of people it was literally all boomers you can see it in the video all right so i'm just captioning it right i'm having fun some guy comes and he goes oh you screw you you lost your mind and he's like you know he said you have a like he did a personal diss to me i'm not going to talk about it because it's inappropriate for for this stream but like i know myself this guy doesn't know me right what he said was an 100% provable lie about me. That's not true. I don't care. I'm just saying it's like when I say something funny or generic or, or caption something, or I say something factual that goes against people's, they spiral, go emotional, say something that's 100% false about me, and then convince themselves that they're being honest. Like it's crazy. You know, like I'm, I've said this on the other stream because people were like, I thought you were 5'5. Five, five. I don't care how tall people are, but I'm 6'3. I'm tall. I could dunk. I'm, I'm an athlete. I'm very good at sports. Like, I'm a tall guy. It's like if someone said, Oh, you, you're, you're, you're five foot tall. You're four foot tall. It's like, I'm not, though. That's like 100% provably a lie, but I don't care. It doesn't like bother me that someone, but it's like you have to log off of Twitter and be like, I told the truth to that liar. And now you're lying to yourself twice. And that's the type of stuff that eats you up inside. It's like, you could, I'm not asking people to like Trump more than me. Trump is, I'm not going to be more popular than him. He's got the minds of the masses on the Republican side, but I'm, my loyalty is to reality. It's not like, I'm not just going to like say things that people want to hear. It's not what I do. Um, let me read a few uh, comments. Someone said, imagine defending Trump. People do it. Uh, someone said, Anom Anomaly is so jealous of Tim Pool. It's hilarious. Why? I'm not even going to go off on that, but why would I be jealous of a guy who looks like Diglett? But um, has nothing to do with jealousy. One, he personally screwed me over in the scummiest, scammiest way. Guys, I, I just did, I wanted to play the clip real quick for you guys, but I just did three shows in three different states. I've done... 20 plus 30 plus shows and different things i've traveled around the country i've been on like 30 podcasts no one has been a bigger piece of shit th to me than tim pool not as an analyst not as a guy like as a, as a human being as a business no one has been scummier and scammier and more disgusting in multiple different way than tim pool's little beanie bunker company they left me hanging for a few days lied about like they're such scum as people right so i already didn't like them personally for that reason but then his analysis of everything it's like he just yells condescendingly at, at all his co-hosts and hires people that are less impressive than him that need him so he can treat them all like shit and they won't leave because they need his clout. And everybody who goes on a show, like it's not like everyone leaves and it's like, oh my God, he's so awesome. Like everyone's like, yo, he's a scumbag. He's screaming at his people. Like he's a piece of shit. I'm just telling you because I don't need his audience in order to get clout. I could use it, but it's like I don't even trust him enough to even get to the beating bunker without him lying to me and leaving me somewhere. But in general... It's like outside of that, you know, he's got someone on like Luke who I disagree with a lot, but Luke says something about Echo Health Alliance and Peter Dozik and he loses his mind and tells him to shut the F up. Like, you know, now you're a gatekeeper. Not only will you not talk about certain topics, listen to Tim. Someone mentioned the USS Liberty, which is like an old thing that happened where there was some sort of uh, American boat and Israel bombed it and killed a bunch of Americans and shot the USS Liberty. Like that's a real historical story not asking you to hate that country or whatever. It's it's not, I'm not saying it's going to repeat itself, but one of his co-hosts brought it up and Tim's like, you, you shouldn't talk about that. Yeah, you should, you should be careful with that. Like 
dude, he's a professional, uh, like gatekeeper, you know? So it has nothing to do with jealousy. It's like, it's just like these people, they're in my arena and they're constantly just lying all the time. It's, it's just annoying. Someone said, Hey, anomaly just wanted to say, it'd be awesome hearing about your thoughts about theology. Would you be up for having someone like Sam Shaumoon and Bob from speaker's corner would be epic. Um, I mean, I'm a Christian. I believe in God. I, uh, I don't, I've gone on a show with like, I've gone on a Christian show before I've gone on with these Muslims called a uh, Dean's Dean's show or something. I love, I like, I love those guys. They're awesome. So like, I'll talk about theology, but I I'm just not like a professional pastor. You know, that's not my job. And I understand like I could work it into my thing. Like some people are like, Oh, you're trying to not bring people's souls to Christ. And it's like, guys, would you go to a Christian at Starbucks and be like, that has a cross on and be like, you're not, you're not saving enough people here. And it's like, bro, they're, they're serving coffee right now. Like my job, I'm not a pastor right now. I'm a political analyst. So I, I am a Christian. I'm not ashamed of it at all. I do. Theology is obviously interesting, but like, you know, it's not my job, but yeah, I would, I would have talks. I would go on people's show. I would even consider doing here for sure. It's just like, you know, it's just not what I do. It's like when I'm rapping and stuff, like, I don't know, I'm rapping today. I'm doing this. Um, here, I'll show you guys my show real quick and then I'll, I'll answer some more questions. Um, I did a few shows. I did one in Anaheim House of Blues. It was sold out. It's awesome. Last night I, I flew to Las Vegas, did a show in Las Vegas, and then I did a show in Utah, Cedar City. I'll play you guys the clips real quick. Hopefully my oh my gosh. Sorry. Sometimes my stream like freezes and I, I ruined my whole show. So maybe I won't show you, but sorry if I'm frozen. I I I don't. I need to like fix my computer. All right. Hopefully I'm not frozen. Am I here? All right. I'll play you guys the clips real quick. All right, so I have a song with the band Trap. It's called Come Together. It's got like three and a half million streams on, on, on Spotify. And anytime, no, it's not. And for those asking, no, of course, I would never do a vaccinated only show. Are you kidding me? We actually performed that in Sturgis in 2020. We did that song in 2018. In 2020, it was us and Smash Mouth. Nobody wanted to perform because they're all a bunch of liberal losers and, and pharmaceutical phonies. And Sturgis was having that South Dakota motorcycle rally for like 100,000 people. Do you guys remember that? Oh, the motorcyclists are going to kill everybody. I flew to South Dakota with Chris and the bands. We performed that in front of like 10,000 bikers. 
And I can rock a mic. I don't care what people think online. I'm, I'm going to explain it in a second, but it's like, I'm not self-conscious and I, I don't expect everyone to like my rap music because I do political analysis, right? I'm not like, I, I post this. This is not my genre. I, I know I rap and I do political analysis, but I'm not stupid. I post a rap song to a political page and people are like, what the hell are you doing? But you can say what you want about, I could rock a mic. I could be in front of 10,000 bikers in the, in the heart of COVID when nobody wants to go outside and I'm on a stage and I come out there and I say, who here loves and respects the United States of America? And I can have 10,000 bikers going crazy for me. I mean, I lit up the stage and Chris is awesome too. Smashbot did a good job as well. Rest in peace to that guy. I met him that day. He died of liver failure. I have a funny story about him. But anyway, it's like, I know what I could do. Every time I step on the stage, they're not there necessarily to see me. Most of the people in the audience probably don't even know who I am. And by the end of it, they're all cheering. Like I, I'm good on stage, but in general, it's like people will comment and be like, oh, yikes. And it's like, I'm I'm a normal person, so I want to respond, but I shouldn't because it's stupid. But it's like, yikes, your whole life is yikes. This would be the greatest moment of your life. And I do this like it's nothing, you know, three times a week. So it's like, you know, it's like people are just like, oh, it's great. Yeah, it's like, whatever. You know, I don't, I don't, you're not going to like hurt my feelings, but it's like the, the audacity of certain people being like, yikes. It's like, I look at their Instagram and it's like everything about it is yikes. Their face is yikes. Their life is yikes. Like, why would they say that to me? So, you know, I had a good time. Utah was dope. I met a lot of people. Vegas was awesome. Last night, House of Blues sold out. It's incredible. Uh, it's one of the most fun things. I love it. And I appreciate Chris from Trapped for believing in me and always, you know, he, he heard my song, liked it, and we liked each other. We made a song. And now anytime I'm around, I perform it and it goes well. So we'll see what happens. But that's that's what I was doing last night. Someone said you, you get lots of respect. Yeah, it's just online. Everyone can say everything. So uh, someone someone in the comments said, I, I hear you, but I'm MAGA or bust. I'm not. I hope what I say doesn't get mistranslated, but uh, I'm not against Trump. I just wish MAGA didn't just run circles around him. They figured stuff out and like held the ground because I'm going to explain this real quick. I've done it like months ago, but this is the truth. Because every time people say, well, Trump's just making a business decision. Well, he's just doing deals with the business. You're part of the business. If you just stand there and clap, Trump has no reason to do exactly what you want besides the fact that you just think he wants to. But like he's got a lot of other influence coming in on him. So he always caves to them because he knows that you guys are suckers. And I'm not trying to be mean. It's just the truth. Like if the pharmaceutical industry is breathing down his neck and he looks out at the stage of you guys and he's like, these idiots will clap for me anyway and they'll, they'll, they'll still vote for me. He'll do deals with the pharmaceutical industry against your will because he knows you won't do anything about it. So that's the point that I'm trying to make to MAGA. Use your leverage and let him know that you really are people that he shouldn't cross. But he doesn't feel bad about crossing you because he knows that you'll still like him because you're MAGA or bust or you know the left is worse. And that's how these politicians operate. They don't respect you because people don't respect themselves. You know, for example, like, all these Trump supporting influencers, they don't like the vaccine, but when they're in front of Trump, they won't tell them. They'll be like, well, he didn't mandate it. It's like, but you're talking about more than that on your show. You're not saying it's a great product. You're telling your audience that you think it's not a great product, but you won't tell the guy who says he deserves credit for pushing it. Like you're like, you get what I'm saying? Why would like Trump, he shouldn't respect these people. So Maybe I'm like in the minority of thinking this way, but like, you know, if you act like a fan, you get fan results. Like, you know, you're just like 
watching Patrick Mahomes. It's like someone being like, Patrick Mahomes sucks. Patrick Mahomes does not suck. He's like one of the best quarterbacks in modern history. But if you don't like the Kansas City Chiefs, you're going to say he sucks. Like that's like politics. Just people yelling, you suck or MAGA. Or, and I'm not mad at it but, it, but politics doesn't have to be that way. It's not a sports game. Your future depends on it. You get what I'm saying? It's not just entertainment. So I think MAGA should let Trump know that they actually have a spine. But Trump, the way he ran people around with the DeSantis stuff, he showed that he's like superior to his supporters. Like it's like, oh, he did this. And people were like, yeah. And that's like, but didn't he do it too? Well, it doesn't matter what, because he didn't, you get what I'm saying? That's the, that's the difference I have with the MAGA. MAGA thinks, let me just be a professional fan and maybe he'll do what I say. I think if you actually stood on a topic and let him know that like that was the line that he can't cross, then he won't cross it. He could cross, Trump could do anything he wants. Like it doesn't matter because his supporters will, support him anyway. Someone said conservatives have a spine, liberals take it in the behind. That's what you tell yourself to make you feel like it's 50-50, but look at all of the stuff that happened during COVID. It proves it's 99% of people are cowards and 1% of people actually stand up for themselves. So the whole left-right paradigm is just to make you feel like it's just the left. You know, that's like ju it's just the left. That's what they'll tell you every day so it gets conditioned in your head just so you don't realize that your own side is in on it. It's not just the left. Like it's, it's also the right, but I, I get it. People don't understand that concept. So to me, I'm going to, today I'm going to write down a few things I've decided because on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram, on YouTube, I'm going to write down what's the best thing. And this is kind of just like uh, open inspiration, you know, cause like I'm doing this for my business and what I love and maybe you could think about this because I've been doing a, a lot of like chess stuff and I love like the parallels between chess and reality. So I'm going to write down like what Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, TikTok, whatever, even though I'm like semi banned on that. What's best for my business? Like what would be the best business decision for all of them? Right. And then like, what do I believe is more ethical and moral? And like, what do I want to do? And then I write that down. And then like, you know, I'm always going to do with what's ethical and moral, but I'll give you an example on Twitter. What I enjoy the most and what's most profitable for me on Twitter, it's the same thing. Arguing with people on Twitter, which I do too much, it does nothing for my business. It's horrible for business. It's horrible for monetization. It's not what gets me money on there and it's not what I enjoy and it just wastes my time with other stuff. So why would I do that? You understand? It's stupid. But I, I'm very like, if someone says something, I'm like, I want to be like, I could say something too. You know, and they're like, oh my gosh, oh no. And like, I'm, I'm just like you, you know what I'm saying? Like you say something, I say something back. Like you say, yikes, I say yikes to you and you cry, but why would I, you get what I'm saying? So it's like, I got to stop doing that because it's not good for business. It's not good for mental health. It's not, it's not, there's no reason to do it. And then people will be like, oh, you just say edgy things for monetization. It's not what, like saying edgy things doesn't make me more money. I make more money when I just post clips of stuff. You know, I like chop up clips of the cop who said, we don't do this in America. They got 30 million views that made money. And that's funny. Um, posting memes makes money. Like, you know, like things that are enjoyable for me makes more money than me arguing with people. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to do things that I don't believe in, but like if something crosses both paths and it's not good for business and it's not good for per personal stuff, then why would I do it? With that being said, I think a lot of people are just a hundred percent business where it's like, this is best for my business. You know, if I don't cross this line, then so it is what it is, but hopefully you can, um, 
Someone said, and you're a protected account on X. You're not just like us. We get our accounts throttled, blocked, and locked for saying similar things. I'm not a protected account on X at all. So that's not true. I just, X, you have a little more leeway to say stuff. So, uh, and uh, can I be honest about this too? People aren't going to want to hear this because I have conversations with a lot of people over this. I've been, this is just what has happened to me in my life. Okay. I'm, I was banned on TikTok. I had tens of millions of views, hundreds of thousands of followers. They deleted my whole account with no explanation. And I lost access to the younger generation almost completely because I'm not on TikTok. Banned, right? I've had tens of thousands of dollars basically removed because I was demonetized on Facebook when my page was really cooking. I lost that money. I've been suspended from uh, streaming on YouTube for a week. But here's the thing. I do social media. I do social media consulting, dreamrarebiz.com. I've done it my whole life. I'm not a professional victim. This is another thing that bothers me about conservatives and, and everybody. It's like everybody wants to act like when they're not popping that then they're shadow banned. Sometimes you are shadow banned, but you become the boy who cried wolf when you just say you're always being shadow banned. Like there's a difference. If I post 10 videos on Instagram, they're not all going to get the same amount of views. One might get 3 million views. One might get 30,000 views. One might get 100,000 views. One might get 10,000 views. There's a reason for it. Sometimes you're shadow banned, but most of the time, or a lot of the times you're not, you're just not good at it. So it's like some of these people, it's like, you know, they'll be like, oh, no, I have no traction on my Twitter. It's like, you're not interesting. You're not funny. You're, you're, you're self-centered. Like you, you think you're better than you are and nobody also thinks so. So you just tell yourself that you're being shadow banned because you don't want to face reality. I'm not, I've just told you, I've had entire accounts deleted. I've been shadow banned on Facebook for years. Like I've seen the throttle, but like sometimes it's not true. And I know people that they don't want to look at how social media works and analyze it. They just want to always play the victim. So they never figure out a solution to the problem. I'm just being honest. Like I've, I've been shadow banned, I've been deleted, but it's not always that. And everybody, like for instance, you know, I was joking with my buddy about this, like Lara Trump, or is that her name? Lara, Eric Trump's wife, Lara Trump. She released a song on Spotify, right? And then uh, allegedly, I, I don't pay attention to this stuff, but like my friend was telling me, she said she got shadow banned. And because she said she got shadow banned, a bunch of people went and like, listen to it. You're, you're the wife of a politician's son releasing a cover, a Tom Petty cover song. You're not shadow banned. You're just not a popular music artist. You're the wife of Eric Trump releasing a song. Like, I'm not saying she shouldn't. It's cool that she's doing music. I think that's awesome that she's pursuing her passion. But it's like, do you think you're going to get Rolling Stones numbers? When, like, you know, like, be, be real. My new song, you know, like, it doesn't have as many streams as my old song. Like, I'm not being shadow banned. It's just some songs get a lot of views quickly. Some take some time. Some never do. Some will. Like, it's not, I don't cry victim. But here's the thing. There's money in crying victim all the time. You you tell yourself that, oh, everybody's out to get you. It's like sometimes people are out to get you. But, you know, it's like eh, this is the right wing. You're better off scamming the right wing than telling them the truth. Like if I just said I'm shadow banned every day, I'd raise like $10,000 a month. It's just like I'll tell you when I'm really being banned. My TikTok really got deleted. Like, but some people just suck at Instagram and they're like, oh, they're, they're after me. I, you know, I don't get the same reach you get. Well, you're not me, bro. You haven't done what I've done. You haven't been in the game since 2016. You haven't built what I've built and you're not as interesting as me. Like, uh, okay, get over yourself. You know, it's like, I don't, there's certain people that, you know, are connected and have certain things, but be, be honest with yourself. No one wants to be honest with themselves. Like, just because I've been shadow banned 10 times and had accounts deleted, it doesn't mean every time I'm being shadow banned all the time. Like, you know, and the reason that I'm always able to evolve is because I know that and I figure solutions. 
this is, I'm like giving people free information because I literally do consulting now, but it's like on Instagram, I don't do the same thing I did three years ago. Cause if I did the same thing I did three years ago, the, the algorithm's different. So it's like, everyone's like, Oh, I, did, I, I posted a picture of me and my dog and it didn't get what it did. Like, it's like, it's a different, or maybe the picture of you and your dog does get a lot of views. And it's like your, your other stuff doesn't get views or like, you know, or like the real gets a lot of views and the meme gets a lot of views, but not, you know, the thing you really want people to see. That's just the way it works. Like if I post a music thing on my, my, uh, Instagram reel or an ad or something, it's like, it's not going to get as many views. It might, I've had on, on YouTube, my music videos actually have more views than all my other stuff. Like my music video of Bryson Gray has 900,000 views. My, my music video of Trap has 400,000 views. Some of my own music videos have a hundred thousand views, 200,000 views. Like my, over time, my music actually gets more views than my videos, but short term, my videos all get more than the music does. It's just that like lasts longer. And my, my, my videos are like short spurts. This is all like listening to this can help anybody in any facet of life more than any political thing over Trump and DeSantis. If you're honest with yourself, you can succeed. If you want to lie to yourself, you know, it, it is what it is like. People, a lot of people don't, they don't want to like figure this stuff out. They just want to perpetually play the victim. How, what? I don't understand what you're saying. How you're asking how, 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 what? Um, someone said way to conflate issues. I'm not conflating. I'm just telling the truth. Someone said, I rock the mic. Who says that? LOL. Uh, MCs, lyricists, like battle rappers. A lot of people say that. And I said it, it's, not going to make your music get more views and my music get less views. So get over yourself. When I used to, when I used to rap on YouTube and it was like, uh, like 2009, 2010, 2011, when I, I was like a young kid with goofy hair and I had like millions of views, even as a kid, I was like just freestyling and doing like battle rap stuff and lyrics. And I would, I would put videos out. And my biggest haters were always other rappers, like always. It was other rappers that had nothing going for them. And it was like, I, I just noticed that trend. Now I don't care about any of that stuff. But let me see. We'll read a few more and then I'm going to take off. Who's winning the football game? I'm a man. I like sports. Okay. Leave me alone. Sports or the theater? Well, I like it because I'm an American man. Okay. Some things you just can't change. I'm, I'm, I'm as American as a, as a, you know, a GMO hot dog. Let me see. All right, all right. We got, you know, got a little bit of a little bit of Buccaneers, Lions, 24-7 Lions. Interesting. All right, back to the show. Um, Trump was the greatest president in American history, said Big Pie in all caps. You, you could think that if you want, that's fine. Um, as American as a three dollar bill. I don't know about that. Someone said your raps are cringe. I'm not a rapper. I'm just honest. It's not for everybody, but it's like, if it's cringe, why does it have tens of millions of streams? If it's cringe, why don't I ever get booed on a stage? How come I can perform in front of 20,000, 10,000 people where no one even knows who I am? Probably less than 1% of the audience knows my videos or anything. And I get a roaring applause. Why do I, why between every verse I say, make some noise if you're feeling my verses and people go nuts and they don't even know who I am. How come, how come I haven't once been booed off a stage? How come I've rocked some of the biggest shows in the world. How come I just did a sold out show where people didn't even know me there, but they were cheering loud. How come, you know, how come top rappers, uh, like how come some of my favorite rappers of all time have done songs with me and, and have collabed with me? Like, who are you? You're like, you know, Charles, like 45 sitting in your basement, like fapping, like telling me I suck. It's like, bro, 
if you spend as much energy like trying to be the main character in your own life, you'd probably have one one thousandth of what I have. So, you know, go work on something, play the violin, do a sport, you know, work like knit, knit a hat, like take that energy that you have pretending like I'm not crashing it and, and go do something for yourself. Um, someone said, I like Morgan Freeman as president. He did the best acting job. Yeah. You know, with DeSantis, it's interesting because the way he talks and Vivek talks like nobody really talks like that. I don't know what it is, but like if you're awkward or something, maybe you like figure out a way to like talk like this or, you know, like it's just something's kind of weird with it. Like it's just like, oh, am I, this is what I was told to say. I, I don't know why news hosts and politicians, they all talk like that, but normal people don't talk like that. I'm not sure. Maybe they teach you to talk like that and like speaking classes or something like this is how you seem confident, you know, but. I don't think people resonate towards towards that. Uh, Anomaly, since DeSantis dropped out in Vivek too, who will you vote for now? I live in California, so it doesn't matter. Biden wins California 100 times out of 100, and um, it doesn't matter. I mean, if I lived in Pennsylvania, I'd vote for Trump. If I lived in Wisconsin, I'd vote for Trump. If I lived in Florida, I'd vote for Trump because I live in California and because it doesn't matter. I'm going to vote Republican locally. I'm going to do my research locally and figure out who's who. There's a lot of tricks going on locally, too. So I do my research locally. I vote locally. And if Trump inspires me in the next five, six, seven months to vote for him nationally to just give him another popular vote, then I will. If he doesn't, I'll leave it blank. Um, but if I was in a swing state, I'd vote for Trump. With that being said, voting is only like one part of the equation. It's like, you know, if people if people just vote, then you're just a fan. If you just vote, then you're just a spectator. If you vote and then use your citizen leverage to let these people know that you know how the game works, then they have to switch the game. If not, you're playing checkers, they're playing chess, and you get what you get. You know, it's better if, if you're just voting, it's better to tune out politics completely than to listen to it. If I just wanted to do that and didn't want to influence culture at all, I would not pay attention. You'd be happier, healthier, and you know, you can get your thrills in other ways than talking about politics. But if you listen to political shows and you and you really pay attention, then why just vote and act like the, the show ends there? I don't think it does. You know, there's 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 so much it's so interesting. Like there's so much going on, but most people don't they just they view it like like seriously it's like a Marvel movie. And I I do believe like if the elites are smart enough to do World Economic Forum and all this stuff, you think they're not smart enough to arrest Trump and turn it into Marvel 7, the return of Trump? It went from like a policy discussion from him and DeSantis for five months. Everyone's like, let's compare their who's better leader. And then it became return of the Trump. And people are like, it's his time. Vengeance is the story. Guys, it's like a movie trailer. The elites just put on a movie for you guys. And it's like you run like, you know, it's like I'm just being honest. It's like the. I don't care who wins between those two, but I just thought it was so funny. Overnight, people went from like, well, let me compare Trump and DeSantis to like, he's got to have it because he's got to return to get revenge. Like, it's like, bro, it's like movie programming, but it's whatever. Someone said your favorite rapper is Tom McDonald, you culture vulture. My favorite rapper is not Tom McDonald, and I've been rapping since middle school. I've had songs online since 2008 with topics before Tom McDonald ever posted anything online. So you, you, can, you can go find anomaly videos of 2008. I'm talking about like bin Laden and conspiracy theories in 2008. So that's before Tom McDonald even like posted a song. I'm not knocking the guy, but not only is he not my favorite rapper, but I have provable proof 
that I've been rapping about topics similar to what I'm doing now since 2008 when I was 19 years old, 18 years old. It's, it's literally provable. This is what I'm saying. I don't care if people like me. I don't care if people like my music. I don't care if people like my political analysis. But if you're lie, if you have to lie in order to like pretend like I'm lying, like think about think about like you have to look at yourself in the mirror and, and ask yourself if you're really telling the truth. Like you're sitting there saying this is your favorite rapper and essentially accusing me of stealing his stuff. Like I don't. He's not even close to my favorite rapper, and I've been doing what I've been doing for a long time. I've been talking about the topics that Tom McDonald talks about in his songs before Tom McDonald even dropped a song. Go find the first song that he talked about, like something that matters, and then go find my first video of me talking about something that matters. And I'm not saying Tom McDonald copied me. At a certain point, he just decided to like make a song about something that mattered, but I guarantee you my videos, I was talking about it two years before he was. And I'm not competing, but it's like, you have to convince yourself that you're telling the truth because no one's gonna believe you. It's, it's like provably not true. Who's my favorite rapper? I don't know right now. I mean, I have like a whole playlist. I, I listen to like Motown. I like, you know, I like like rock music, like good, good messages. I like old school. I like, uh, I have a lot of rap on my playlist, but I don't really have a favorite rapper at the moment. I just have a playlist that I listen to of like 100 songs. Uh, Immortal Technique's not my favorite rapper, but he's obviously a legend. Am I going to the NAM show? Probably not. No, probably not. Someone said, I always appreciate your take. Keep up the good work. Peace. Thank you. Someone said, Vivek is a good rapper. He's like, my knees are sweaty. Mom spaghetti. Mom spaghetti. It's like, dude, that's the funniest thing, though. I'm not even like bad at him. He's having fun. He's doing karaoke. I actually love karaoke. I perform, but I also like doing karaoke. It's fun. Um, but anyway, like if you're if you just like suck up to like Trump, people will be like, that's cool. It's like it's not really that like he's like. He's not white. He's Indian, but he's like doing the whitest version of like, he's not even like knees are ready. He's like, mom, spaghetti. Like he's like a drunk white kid in high school, like rapping Eminem. Like, he, he, I hope my mommy doesn't hear that. Like that's the level that he's doing it. And people are like, that's so dope. It's like if Vivek did that and he liked uh, Hillary Clinton, everyone would be like, that's so whack. You know? And it's like, you could just be like, tatted up like trump 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 i take a dump i take a dump for trump and people are like that's freaking lit and then i'm coming and i'm like as a world we so divided left and right is so polarizing no alignment with the show's devising they profit more when emotions rising media control the mindset they ain't got hold of mine yet anomaly why ain't you sign kid because i'm too real for that fine print yeah what i'm saying is bigger than me i want to see a world religion at peace sick of that rapper and i'm sick of that beat i could change the game for the kids in that street and they're like oh that sucks anomaly you, you should you should listen to the trump dump rapper it's like yeah oh yeah i'm so oh yeah i'm really like envious or like you know how how do I do that? Like everybody just pretends to like shit. Like when it's like political rap, if it's, you know, what is it? I'm trying to think of my other one. Ignorance is bliss. How does it start? Um, it's like they dumbing down the population. No hate and just they dumbing down the population. No hate and just how's that song? Dumbing down the population. 
Oh, yeah. They dumbing down the population. No hate and just observation. Make mass profits from inoculation. Give women pills to stop ovulation. This camp is no concentration. I'm controversial. Stop debating. The simple truth is now God forsaken. I'm confiscating this sloppy matrix. I don't care for your occupation. I want all humans in this conversation. I'm Harry Truman with the bombs adjacent. If you try to stop me, I will not just take it. God bless. I'm a thoughtful patron, but the current West is an abomination. It's time to face it. My proclamation is wake up before it all gets taken. Oh, yeah, that sucks. Give me a break. Anybody saying that sucks, they could never write poetry that good. I don't care. Yeah, you're throwing up in the comment section. Bro, if I gave that to you and put you on a stage, it'd be the best day of your life, the most impressive thing you've ever done. Don't lie to yourself. I don't need to trick, I don't need to trick myself because I don't lie to myself. You get what I'm saying? Like if I went on a stage and everyone booed me and said I sucked, I'd be like, yeah, I suck. Because I could go on any stage and people that don't even know me will cheer louder than they cheer for like the opening bands. Like, because I don't, and then if I screw up, I'm like, I screwed up. I don't lie to myself. You'll lie to yourself. Like, oh, that sucks. Guys, if I wrote that for you and gave you a paper, you don't think if you wrap that people would be like, wow, that's amazing. That, that's the greatest thing you've ever done. Like, I, it's like, pay me for consulting and I'll change your life. You know, instead of crying and lying about me, pay me and I'll, I'll fix your life for you. But to jokes aside, I'm just saying that to dickheads, like people that do have businesses, dreamrarebiz.com. Uh, I'm working with people now. I did consulting for my buddy like last year and they're crushing it. Like it's so exciting when people actually listen and you work with talented people. There's things that work. Like you just got to like figure out the the, the puzzle piece. And it, I think authenticity and like great content obviously is like important. You can't like work with nothing. But, um, you know, it's like there's a reason everything happens. You just got to figure it out. Um, so I'm going to read. Someone said peep the smooth grooviness, the lyrical ooziness. Okay. All right. This guy's. Malthus, I, I see you there, brother. I like some people are flowing in the comment section. All right. Now everybody's rapping in the comments. I want to read it, but then people people will uh people will think I said it or something. I don't want to steal your lyrics. Someone said, bro, you think your bars are super meaningful, therefore having real weight, but they're generic, educated backpacker rhymes, dudes that spit since the 90s. I bet you're like a failed rapper or something. So whatever. Convince yourself that. I don't I don't care what you think. I got I got different flows, different bars, different lyrics. I got like, when people say that, it just inspires me. Like, you know, I already got one billboard plaque on the way because I had the second most sold rap song out of any rap song, you know, but uh, I want more plaques now. So just keep, keep telling me it's not good. It's just going to make me better. I appreciate it. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to break it all in. Someone said, Anomaly, you won't have to worry about rapping. If Biden wins, he'll send me to Ukraine. Dude, I'm not going to Ukraine. I'm pulling a Cassius Clay. If they try to send me to Ukraine, dude, I'm going to change my name to Muhammad Jr. Jones. I'm going to be like, listen, it's against my religion. No, I'm just kidding. But uh, yeah, I'm not I'm not going to die for the bankers in Ukraine. Like it's like here, Christians fight each other and pretend like it's over something. Not nah, pass. Um, let's see. Someone said the flow bots rapped about controlling populations in handlebars. That's a great song. That's a very unique, amazing song. Yeah, the, that that's a it's a classic just really impressive, really unique, very like catchy song. I like that song. I could ride my bike with no handlebars. I didn't know that's what the song was about, but that's a tight song. Someone said way too jack for the gulag for show. If Trump moved to France and ran for president, how much of MAGA cult would follow him? I don't know. It would be an interesting experience. Listen, patriots, this country is disgusting. I'm moving to France. Macron, get out the way. I'll hire you. I don't know. 
I might go. I'd be like, you know, let's roll the dice. Actually, you know, I'm not even like 1% France. So if he did that to Poland or something or Italy, I might consider it. But France, I'd be like, nah, I'm not interested in a croissant right now. I'm just kidding. Is that is that stereotypical? Don't care. Sorry. Someone said, I'll get the, you a pass to the NAM show, bro. I enjoyed what you did there last year. I don't know. I, I'm, I think I'm NAMed out. Maybe I'll go next year, but... I got to get back to work, dude. I've been traveling too much. You know, I got to do my job. Mm. Someone said Trump is friends with Biden. It's not out of the realm. He's definitely friends with Gavin Newsom, and he's definitely been friends with Hillary Clinton. So I think the most brilliant point, Bobby said this to me. I'm, he's going to come on my show this week. We're going to expand on it. But it's like, think about logically, like people will say, the elites did this. They locked down every country. They're all working together at the World Economic Forum. They all fake the moon landing or whatever. Like, you know, everyone will be like, they're smart enough to do all this stuff. And the bankers own the whole world. And they did this and they did that. And they, they tricked everybody with this and that. And it's like they did all that. But you don't think that they could like make a plot around Trump? Because the number one thing I hear when I talk about this stuff, people will say, you think that the Democrats would like, why do they hate him so much? And it's like, have you never watched WWE? There's a hero and a heel. The heel is the villain. It's scripted. They, 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 there's no plot without every movie has one. Do you think they like you can't have a movie without? So it's I'm not saying that Trump is for sure that, but like if you can't even consider that they do that, you already lost. Like they've done things that are 20,000 times harder than that. A hundred times. It's not that hard to like put out a news story. It's like, oh, we're getting them. Oh, they're getting them revenge. Like it's, dude, I, I watch too much like sports and like it just reminds me of like a show, you know? And, and like, but no one considers it. And then, and then they spiral. Once they figure it out, they spiral and just say like, well, now we're screwed. It's like, why are we screwed? I don't understand why we're screwed though. Like, why are we screwed? It's like, if it's not him, then we're done. Why? Why is that? Why? You know, like, why is that the only two options? It's just like people, I don't know. They're not thinking. So it's just like there's other people thinking for them. It's interesting stuff. Um, every campaign event, there's a fixed heckler to rile the crowd up. Definitely could be, you know. I think like certain people, they do it for fun. Like Vermin Supreme. You know, him and this guy, Rob, who I actually know that guy, um, they go around and just kind of like mess around for fun. You know, they're like, la, 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 and they like sing songs and like try to troll like Rudy Giuliani and stuff. It's actually kind of funny. Like they've been doing that for years just to like mess with people. But I'm sure there's also like other hecklers and stuff, too. Next, we'll get Anomaly to concede that the NFL and the NBA are mostly rigged. The NBA weirds me out more than the NFL. Um I'm not opposed to any theory, but the, like watching the NBA with no sound on looks kind of fake. NFL, it's a little harder to rig, but I don't know. I mean, I'm not against that theory, but I still, I, I can't watch the NBA anymore. It's like too, too like 140 to 130. It's like, does anybody play defense anymore? I'm, NBA is boring, but the NFL is fun. Until they try to get me to get vaccinated. They're like, inject a vaccine in your head. Anomaly interview Dr. Brian Artist. I don't believe that guy. To me, that was the dumbest theory. I like Stu. You know, I've been on a show. He's a nice guy. We don't agree on everything, but it's all good. I, I think he means well. Uh, I'd never believed that. I thought that was the craziest, dumbest theory ever. Like, like there's snake venom. It's like, what? I like it's like, all right, I'm a doctor. It's like, sure you are, bro. 
to me, it's like some people said it's snake venom. Some people said it didn't exist. Alex Jones said it was sugar water. Then he said it was a bioweapon. It's like, dude, in the conspiracy world, you're better off just escalating it because people don't want the truth. Like more people, you got to like level it up. Like it's here, it's there, it's China, it's on the moon. Like COVID came from Pluto. You know, you'll get more support if you do that than if you try to like reason, like you're like, well, it's not this, you know, but it's like that, that snake venom COVID vaccine thing. Like to me that it's like, what? Like it's, it's synthetic MRNA. We can't stick to that. We have to pretend like it's snake venom now. Like why, why are people like, I, it's just so weird to me, you know? And then, but people like that stuff. I, it's the same as the mass mail-in ballots hoax that Alex Jones helped perpetuate on the, on the masses where he, he had that one guy on, he's like, oh, Trump caught him with the ballots and everybody sent that to me. It was never true, but people still believe it, even though it never happened. It's like, dude, What's the Mark Twain quote? Let me look it up because I, I don't even know if it's real. But Mark Twain, it's like the fooled quote. I get the quote now. Oh, yeah. It's easier to fool people than to convince them that they've been fooled. It's so true. To me, I think of a lot of things with that. But I think of like Vivek. Like I personally don't think he's a horrible person. But I think he's like a professional chameleon. He's done hedge fund. He's done pharma. He's been democracy. He said it's a republic. He cried on January 6th. He's ultra MAGA. How do you go from crying on crying on January 6th to 1776? Guys, please use your discernment a little bit or else you're going to get like trapped and set up again. But it's like he's a smart guy who realizes it's easier to fool people than to convince them that they've been fooled, you know, in my view. It's like you don't want to like challenge Trump. You just want to like Trump out, you know, it's like Trump out with the boys and people will like you. You challenge him with facts. It, it doesn't mean anything. You know, DeSantis tried that. I don't think he was the right person to try it. Um, but also, I don't think it would have mattered. Like, I don't I don't buy this narrative. Some people say he had a bunch of bad people around him. He, you know, he, he should have waited. I don't think he, there's anything DeSantis could have done. He could have been the most charismatic, likable, honest, relatable person. He's none of those things, by the way. I'm just saying, like, he could have been all those, and he still would have lost to Trump. Like, the truth doesn't matter. We live in a post-truth world. Like, the left doesn't care about truth. The right pretends to care about truth, but they don't really care about truth. It's it's like a it's like a branding popularity contest. You know, like if you buy a Gucci belt. You don't know what the ingredients are. It's the brand. You know, I want to buy a ten thousand dollar belt. I want to. I want, I want a swoosh by Nike. It's like, you know, the brand of Trump is too strong in Republican politics. No one could beat him. It doesn't matter. You you're better off just lying to Matt. Like you could be a communist. You're better off just figuring out what Republicans want to hear, telling them it. And then you could like be in Trump's cabinet. Like that's how easy it is. Vivek, he's smart, but he's not like over, like in my opinion, he's so good because Republicans are so bad. I saw Matt Walsh posted something. Uh, he said with Sean Strickland, like if you listen to Sean Strickland in an interview, he's hilarious. He's one of the funniest fighters. Um, Matt Walsh posted, why can't Republicans do what Sean Strickland's doing? Like if this, I'm not, I'm not calling him this to be disrespectful. I would, he'd probably call himself this, but like white trash. And I'm not, I'm like, oh, I'm so better and I'm white. It's like, he calls himself white trash. He's just like a normal white dude from the middle of California that just messes around. You know, he's not saying anything too crazy, but he is highly intelligent and he is honest. And, and, and Matt Walsh goes, 
why can't Republicans say what he's saying? Because they all are fake. You know, it's, it's not like that hard to do. Any one of my friends that doesn't even have a YouTube channel is more honest than 99% of the Republican Party. I've gotten a billion views just being more honest than these idiots. Am I smart? I don't think I'm stupid. You know, I definitely think I'm intelligent, but like, I wish I thought I was so smart so I could feel so great. I'm embarrassed. I don't, I don't think this stuff's that hard to figure out. So it's like, the reason that like Matt Walsh was like, why won't Republicans do this? Because they're all freaking phony. So when you have a party that's this fake and this is phony, someone like Vivek seems like Superman compared to these guys. He's not overly impressive. He's smart. He's well-spoken. He's good at interviews. Like so is a uh, Carrie Lake. Carrie Lake was a radio host before. You know, she's very witty, uh, you know, and Vivek is like very, very good at saying stuff. But like the way Vivek talks is not like, oh, that guy's like, he talks like a politician. He's he talks like Ron DeSantis, just like with a faster brain or something. You know, it's the same like politician -y shtick, but you compare that to a party that's just so fraudulent, then he looks like Michael Jordan. But if you lined up a hundred guys like Sean Strickland that didn't even finish college, he looks like a phony. You understand? It's like, yeah, a hundred people like Sean Strickland make Vivek look like a politician. A hundred people like Mitch McConnell make Vivek look like Michael Jordan. It's like, you know, that's just like Republican politics. So what I'm saying is like any high IQ person that's a scammer, just pretend to like Trump and you could literally be the vice president. Like, that's how easy it is. You could cry on January 6th. You could work for hedge funds in the pharmaceutical industry. You could be a totally different person a year ago. Nobody's going to care. There's no natural progression whatsoever. You don't even believe what you wrote in your book a year ago. You just come out and go, 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 and say Trump shit. And they'll be like, vice president. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, it's too easy, guys. You're making it way too easy, dude. Um, Am I mad? No, I'm I'm laughing. I'm having you can't tell I'm having a good time. Am I mad? No, I don't care. Like I'm just saying what I think publicly and making a living out of it. It's quite fantastic actually. But uh no, I'm not mad. I'm just having fun with a situation that we have on our hands. <laughs> it's just like you know. Someone said anomalies got so much of this stuff down. The reason that I've got so much of it down, I'm telling you is because I don't lie to myself, right? If you study anything for six or seven years, you'll figure this stuff out. It's just like, do you lie to yourself or do you not? I want to give you an example with chess, okay? In chess, there's different opening moves you could make. You move the pawns, you move the things. There's a bunch of different things. I'm good at chess, but I'm not that good. And the reason I'm not that good is because one, I don't care that much, but also I do the same opening move every time, right? Cause I'm not like a professional and I just play for fun when I'm like wasting a couple minutes. I do speed chess three minutes. There's no way I'll ever be as good as the experts. There's a 0% chance. I'll never be able to be anyone good until I learn all the opening moves. And there's two different types of people. Do you want to be great? Then you have to learn every opening move and know every scenario and be smart. If you don't, you're going to be average your whole life. That's like politics. Like, are you willing to learn all this stuff? Are you willing to know what you don't know? And, 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 and like include it into what you know or are you just like maga 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 or trump sucks trump sucks biden 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 i wear a pussy hat on my head oh look at me i'm a liberal i i wear a pussy hat on my head and i have a biden sign outside my house we're gonna beat trump oh you're not gonna beat trump we're gonna beat you it's like you know that's playing checkers i'm not saying you can't vote for trump or wear a pussy hat on your head but i don't recommend the pussy hat i think fashionably it's just not appealing um or aesthetically with that being said it's like you know i'm playing chess and i'm not i'm not saying it in a way that i'm like i'm so great 
I'm trying to tell people how to do it so they themselves can do it because it's actually not that hard to do. You just have to want to do it. You know, you can't be good at chess if you stay use the same move every time and you refuse to learn new. If you if you start learning all the new stuff, you're going to get better over time. The problem is in politics is people don't want to know stuff. They spiral when you tell them stuff and they'll just be like, we're done. And they're like, okay, whatever. Um, Vivek wants to be the next Bipti cent. What is that? Is that a play on 50 cents? I don't know what that meant, but that was funny. I get what you're saying, like a little 50 cent Bipti cent. <laughs> hey, tone it down over there. Tone, tone the racism down. We, the MAGA, we are the inclusive and diverse party. You should wrap up a rainbow flag around your head and apologize. Um, let me read. Biden voters are united. They don't need to post signs hoping for followers. There definitely are Biden voters out there. They're vo they're not voting for Biden. They're voting against Trump. They're voting against abortion things. They're voting for climate change. They're voting emotionally. They're they're voting against the character of Trump. They're voting for the the programming they watch. They're you know they they're definitely like Democrats. They they know what they're doing. I just hope that someone in the like I don't know what's happening behind the scenes. I just hope Trump is doing more than he's saying because like if he, if Trump's team is what I'm seeing with the Trump people that like him, then they're going to get blown out. But if they're smart, just tell Ron DeSantis he's attorney general. Tell RFK that he should drop out and be the FDA. You win by 10 points. You know, if Trump just says, oh, he's going to lose. And his supporters are like, screw you, screw you, screw you. Everybody likes us. We're so popular. Just because you could fill an arena with 5,000 people, it doesn't mean a state with 2 million people is going to vote for you. Like, that's not real math. But, you know, I just like, I hope there's someone near him doing stuff, but I don't know if he allows people near him to do stuff. So we'll see, you know, like I don't, I, I don't want Biden to win because I do personally, like I can do math and pattern recognition and basic like, uh, you know, stuff. So I think that the Biden escalating the border crisis is like a big problem. I, I think it's unsustainable. So you know, I do think Trump will do that better. And, uh, you know, that alone, I, I want Trump to win. Um, uh, but that it's just like, they, they like do these things where it's like, this is bad. This is a little bit better. And they like move it both ways. So it's like, even if you win, they're still like escalating it. Like if Trump wins, they're going to like cry and send like caravans to the border and, you know, do false flags or real flags. It's, it's going to be, it's going to be crazy. And a lot of people are voting against that too. Is like, they don't want the craziness. They know, if Democrats win, they're going to try to make it seem like it's normal. If Trump wins, they have to be like, ah, 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 ah. And that's what like a lot of people 20 to 30, I think they're going to vote for Biden because they don't want to relive that. They, they, they think like the Trump era is the worst era ever, just based on how all the adults around them act. Like people lost their minds over Trump. And a lot of the kids are like, yeah, I don't want to go back to that. Like, can we move past that? So we'll see. Someone said Trump needs to tell red states to ban chemtrails. Trump, I, I mean, I'm not saying that that's happening because you're not allowed to say on this platform. So we'll just say those are contrails. There's no such thing as people spraying things from planes, even though they're admitting in the news that they do want to spray some sort of thing in the sky in order to block the sun for climate change. But anyway, um, like people, this is this is a point I'm trying to make about Trump. It's so annoying. Trump doesn't care about any of this stuff. He doesn't care about GMO food. He eats McDonald's. He drinks Diet Cokes. He hates whistleblowers and he sells vaccines. Like he's not you. You know what I'm saying? He's not the truther movement. He's not the holistic movement. Trump is 
he eats McDonald's. He drinks Diet Coke. And he hates Edward Snowden. I'm just saying, if you want something to be done about things that actually matter, Trump's not going to do it. The only way he's going to do it is if you tell him to do it. But if his supporters don't care and just say, go do what you're going to do, he's not going to do that. And it's never going to change. Like, it's so simple. The, the solution is so simple, but people are like, it's either Trump or I'm screwed. No, it's not true. It's like if everyone came together and was like, we, the MAGA in unison, don't want Monsanto to be sprayed. Monsanto is uh, it loses tomorrow. It's actually Bayer because Bayer bought Monsanto. But if you're like, Trump will do it, it doesn't get done. And you're like, whoa, who would have thought we got locked down? I can't believe Jared Kushner did this. It was his advisors, the deep state, a.k.a. Trump, everyone that Trump hired. Oh, Nikki Haley sucks. And I'm like, you know, he hired Nikki Haley, right? Well, she changed. She didn't change. She's been that way the whole time. And watch. If you see Elise Stefanik as vice president, I said this on my stream a year ago. I said it two months ago. I said it a week ago. I've been saying that's my guess who he's going to pick as his vice president. Why do I think he's going to pick Elise Stefanik? I just noticed patterns and she's establishment. She's Nikki Haley with a MAGA hat on. She's well connected in the Republican Party. And she's now all of a sudden riding Trump's coattails and showing up at events and stuff. And I, I just I just noticed like certain patterns. And I'm like, I don't know for sure, but my guess for a long time has been Elise Stefanik for vice president. And if she wins, she's Mike Pence with a MAGA hat on. She's Nikki Haley with a MAGA hat on. She's no different. She just knows how to suck up to Trump for power. And you guys are going to get tricked again and be like, oh no, we got fooled. Let's go to the Capitol and get set up again and then cry victim for three years. Like, it's like this weird, we, weird like Fed trap cycle that everybody's on, and they like they don't realize the reason that they keep getting set up is because they're obsessed with the top Fed, like you know, like they're they're like obsessed with a guy that is not them. Like why why are they why are they spraying stuff in the sky? It's like Trump. You think Trump cares about that? Are you kidding me? Have you read his executive orders? Like he's 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 like more tied to pharmaceuticals than anybody. Like he's a pharma shell. He's like, oh my vaccine saved the world. You think he's gonna stop spraying the clouds? Dude, this this dude this dude will arrest every whistleblower in America and and make protests illegal before he does that. And I'm not saying to be scared of him, but it's just like, you know, it is what it is. That's my analysis. Appreciate you guys. God bless you. God bless your family. God bless America. God bless the world. Let me know what you think. And this is, you know, whenever I hope Trump beats Biden because Biden's gonna just open the border and he's gonna hurt my feelings, and then I'm gonna cry, and I'm gonna be like, oh, Biden hurt me, he's ruining my business. But seriously, I don't want Biden to win. If and when Trump wins, will MAGA and Trump supporters and conservatives and Republicans and libertarians and honest liberals and progressives who aren't brainwashed, people like Jimmy Dore, will you be standing there with me to try to move the Overton window towards sane and, and righteous and moral? Or are you just gonna play part of the theater? Because there's gonna be, hundreds, thousands, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, millions of us that get what's going on. And there's going to be hundreds of millions of people just running around. We want vengeance. And it's like, cool, go get your vengeance or whatever. I don't know how you're going to get it. What, like, like, what's he going to do? He's like, dude, imagine Trump gets in and like hires Hillary Clinton. Dude, I, I'll be so funny. He's like, listen, MAGA, we're going to get our vengeance. He's like, but first, let me roll out my new cabinet. My vice president, Elise Stefanik. Oh, she's so pretty. Oh, she's so good. Oh, she's the best. Some would say the best and the most beautiful. 
for Secretary of State Mike Pompeo. Ooh, he hates Julian Assange. Ooh, it feels so good. Hillary Clinton gets to be the head of the FDA. She's a really strong, brave woman, okay? I'm going to put Alex Azar back at the HHS, okay? He's a pharmaceutical lobbyist who was in on all of the stuff, and he did a really good job for me, okay? Uh, we're going to pick... Um, we're going to pick, um, hmm, who should we pick? Let me think. We're going to pick Mike Lindell for nothing. Mike, sorry, you don't get shit. Sorry. He's like, oh, damn it. <laughs> it's like, Carrie Lake, you can uh, you could vacuum my carpets. You could be the vacuum carpenter. But we're going to give other important positions to people who hate MAGA, okay? We're just going to hire them again. Mitch McConnell's wife, I know I called you ugly and Chinese and horrible, but I'm going to give you the job I gave you last time. Nikki Haley, okay? Nikki Haley, you can go back to the UN and work for a foreign country that isn't China, and then everyone's going to say it's China, okay? It's going to work like that. They're all going to say China, and you're going to scream another country, and they're just going to say China. It's going to be crazy, okay? I don't know. It's going to be something like that. Bill Gates, Bill Gates, you've been good. Billy boy, Billy boy, you're a good boy, but you're a bad boy. You're a good man, but you're a bad man. MAGA hates you, but I love you. You could be the science advisor, like I tried to give it to you last time. Lindsey Graham. Okay, Lindsay. Lindsay, you have a girl's name. You look like a girl. You're single. Everybody thinks you're gay. You love bombing Palestinian kids and Iranian kids, okay? I know I hate you, but I love to hate you, and I hate to love you. And MAGA loves to hate you. They hate to love you. You suck. You're great. You're the worst. You're the best. You can be Secretary of State. Oh, geez, I've always wanted to bomb kids. It's like, why, weirdo? Vivek, okay. You're not MAGA, but you are MAGA. You're definitely not MAGA. You're so not MAGA, you are MAGA. You are and aren't MAGA. You're not MAGA, are you MAGA? You aren't MAGA. You are MAGA, okay? It's very simple. You're MAGA. You're not MAGA, okay? You're going to be my press secretary. Nikki Haley, I, I'm glad you joined the race because you're not Meatball Ron. That's, he literally, when, when Nikki Haley ran, he was like, complimenting her at first and i was like what like I, that's why i thought she was a plant just to like kick ron out of the way because he was like nikki haley you, you i'm glad you run because you're not meatball you're not meatball ron anybody but meatball ron okay and then he like a week later he's like you're a bird brain you're bird brain nikki nikki is a bird brain i'm like i don't disagree with that he's like but that bird brain would be so good in my administration Come here, Nikki. <laughs> I I low key kind of want Trump to hire everyone crazy just to see how people act, and they're like, oh, and they're gonna be like, what do we do? I'm like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> like I don't know who he's gonna hire though. Like, here's my like, here's a cabinet that I would like. Thomas Massey in a powerful position, like the head of the Fed. I mean, that will never happen. But like, or Ron Paul, somebody like that, never will happen. He's gonna hire bankers. Obviously, Trump's completely owned by them but whatever um you know like secretary of state trump is gonna hire someone like he's gonna hire the most zionist person you've ever seen in your life there's no doubt about it there's zero percent chance trump's gonna hire like anybody else um you know fda and hhs like i hope he hires rfk because rfk would do that better than pharmaceutical lobbyists like rfk would do good in that position um DeSantis would be a better like everybody hates DeSantis, but DeSantis has proven to do more good stuff in Florida than anyone in the Republican Party has like ever done. And I don't even like trust him because he's sneaky and he infringes on the First Amendment. But 
outside of that, you know, he has done a lot of good stuff. Like put him somewhere, you know, like he's better. Like why is, why is DeSantis worse than Mike Lindell? Cause Mike Lindell likes Trump more. It's like, <laughs> I just don't see who's going to win Detroit one. Congratulations, Detroit. You've lost the automotive industry, but you've won the game. Congratulations. Vote for me. Michigan, it's an important swing state. Yeah, congratulations, uh, Detroit. Good luck. I'm going to watch the game. I don't really have a prediction. You know, Mahomes, Jared Allen, both. or Is that his name? Allen? What's his first name? Josh Allen, whatever. Very good quarterbacks. Who knows who's going to win, but I'm going to watch it. Appreciate you guys. God bless. I'm out. Let's keep this under two hours. Let's keep it respectable. Hey, what's going on, my friends? Just a few ways to stay in touch and support if you'd like to. The first way is dreamrare.com. We have blue beanies, black beanies, pink hats, other colored hats, freedom versus tyranny shirts, stay blessed long sleeve, God is great long sleeve, and lots of more cool items coming soon. Dreamrare.com. Check out the shop to support. Everything's made in the United States. Handpicked by me. Patreon.com slash rare talk for $5 a month. You can help support me. Support the show. If you haven't noticed, unlike other channels, I don't work with very many sponsors, sometimes none at all. And part of the way I'm able to do that is with the dreamrare.com shop and patreon.com slash rare talk. So thank you guys for keeping the show free.